I was playing a game. <laughs> um, I was playing online with um, my mate uh, on that fucking Left 4 Dead, modern version of Left 4 Dead, Back oh, yeah. for Blood. And um, he was watching me play and like I fucking ran into a room and then like a special infected came in after me and as I closed the door and he was like, oh, you've locked him in with you? And he's like, I was just like, I'm not locked in here with him. He's locked in here with him. And I did kill him like <laughs> immediately. Me. Yeah, I killed him immediately, immediately after. He's like, oh, fair play. That was quite good, that was. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. Story time has already begun. Mm-hmm. 39. Episode okay. 39. And I actually knew it was 39 this time. Did you? Yeah, I did. Because <laughs> it's multiples of three. You yes. can work that. <laughs> Your OCD works on that. Yes. No, no. Yeah. 39, definitely 39, 39. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... This has been a fun day for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, if you're not watching on YouTube, then I, um, yeah, it, it you you won't understand. I'm in the most British sling known yeah. to man. It's a, it's a cashmere scarf. <laughs> what, what? 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 I don't often like to to do damage to my body, but when I do, my slings are all cashmere. <laughs> Yeah, you don't even know, do you? No, 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 no I've literally in, just turned up. I had an ice pack around my arm and it's in a cashmere sling. Want to know why? Yeah. Because I'm a dick. Yeah, I know that, but yeah. like, right. how's that impacted your So own? today, went, drove up to Manchester, mm-hmm. got up, half five in the morning, to drive up to Manchester for like eight o'clock mm-hmm. to coach some classes for my protein, yeah. who are doing these, basically they're VIP members if you're on their Facebook or website, if you spend a lot with them or you're on on their VIP forums where you test products and stuff, mm-hmm. they've invited, they invite them to these kind of exclusive, come and get trained for a little bit events. That's cool. And they're just, they're just testing them out and then they're going to hopefully develop them over time, get bigger and bigger, Yeah, which is quite cool. Yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. So we went to a place called The Block Manchester. It looked sick. I saw it was cool. We saw the stories. Yeah. yeah. It looked really cool. And um, so we were doing some boxing and it's sick, like really old school looking bags. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that, you know, yeah, like like brown, like tanned yeah, brown leather, worn leather. Yeah, yeah. They they very cool, smart. but they were new, but yeah. they just aged looking. Yeah, and um, so we're coaching. Everything was all good, all fine. Did like a deadlifting class, then uh, coaching the boxing, and there's southpaws. A couple of southpaws in the room. Mm-hmm. So I was um, obviously when you throw a combination. If you're normal, it's like everyone's left foot forward. Mm-hmm. If you're right-handed, you should left foot forward. Yeah, and. Um, everything's taught that way. But if you're southpaw, which means you're left-handed, you're, everything's back to front. Yeah. So it can be very confusing when they're look, watching you teach it orthodox and yeah. they're trying to do it southpaw because yeah. you're, you're moving the opposite direction so they are. And if they're not good, not used to boxing or new to it, they try and move the direction you're moving, which is the wrong way that they're supposed to go in. Yeah. So I was helping this guy out and to help him, I stood southpaw. Yeah. Bad move, Lex. Mm. I don't fight southpaw. Yeah. The only time I go southpaw is if I'm stepping through on a punch. Yeah. And that's not real. Sounds yeah, cool. Yeah. So um, we were doing a jab into a hook, like mm-hmm. snap, bang, bang. Mm-hmm. Now, think about the logistics, the maths of a hook, right? I'm orthodox. So that means left foot forward. My right hand is my backhand. That's my big straight right cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I throw a right hook, it travels essentially from back here. It rotates probably, what would you say, 160 degrees and then impacts here. Yeah. So that's what I'm used to throwing as a right hook, 160 yeah. degree impact. Yeah, but you're. But if you take that impact point and then switch your hip, switch your feet around, so you're now your right hip, com- right hip comes forward. It takes about 30 degrees off your right hook distance travelled. Yeah. Well, as I was talking and teaching to him, yeah, I didn't calculate that into fact, and because I was looking at him, I yeah. threw the shots as I looked at him. Yeah. 
the bag came in sooner than my body's expecting, so it wasn't primed for the punch. Yeah. And I threw it pretty hard. Mm -hmm. The punch didn't land. Well, it landed on the hand, but the hand wasn't ready. The arm wasn't ready. Yeah. Elbow snapped through. Uh, torn bicep tendon. Fuck. Mm -hmm. Luckily, it didn't detach my bicep from the bone. Yeah. Because that would But I'm when it hit, yeah. it, it went. Ooh. And I just looked at the ceiling. When it did it, so I threw it. I went, yeah. so what are you doing? You're going to jab, hook. And I just went, hmm. Yeah. And I went, so practice that. And then just walked off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like looking up, yeah. like literally looking up. Yeah, didn't, didn't want to Did see not want to see. Yeah. Walked over to that side of the room, just <laughs> on my own, found the corner. Yeah. I just looked down at my arm. And I was like, it's still there. It's still there. And I thought, does that look, oh, it look, I was super like, you know, jelly armed. Yeah. I was like, fuck, fuck, okay, all right, try and bend it, try and bend it. And I went to bend it, and it just, the bicep went halfway up my arm. Mm. But look at my bicep, and I yeah, did it. you've got a very high insertion. Yeah, so imagine oh, sorry, it, imagine it doing insertion. that, but imagine it doing that with no effort. Yeah. As soon as I moved my arm, it went like this. Right, up. yeah. I was like, is that normal? And I was looking at my other bicep, then looking at that bicep, I thought, does that look higher? Does that look like it's trying to, turn, like it felt like it was trying to pull even harder upwards, like mm. it was cramping upward. Yeah. And so I was like, fuck, 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 straighten my arm out. And then I looked at my my arm as like long heads. So if you put your arm out straight, it extends the long head of your bicep. And yep. my insertion is right down by the elbow. Mm -hmm. Then if I bend my arm up, keeping it turned inward, yeah. your bicep doesn't contract or peak up. Yeah. So it stays long. Yeah. Mine, that's what mine like all the time, yeah. pretty much. But when I did it with the other side, yeah. it was staying halfway up my arm. Right. And I was like, fuck, I've ripped, the fucking, I've ripped it off the fucking bone. Like yeah. I thought it was just dangling with a little like a couple of Spider-Man, you know, shitty webs when they're yeah. pinging off like ping, ping, ping. Yeah. It had like two little webbies still attached to the bone and yeah. it detached. And um, but what I think had happened, well, here's what yeah, I think. Yeah, partially I think, detached. No, I think what's happened is it's ruptured and then I think it went into spasm, which can happen. Right. And I think it was spasming almost like a cramp. So it was holding the muscle in contraction phase. Yeah. So it wasn't the muscle riding up. It was just being held in a con contracted phase because any movement in the tendon had made it contract and stay there. Yeah. So then I, I was like letting my arm down and I just left it. I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Because mm -hmm. this was like oh, 12 o'clock and this thing was on to, meant to be on till four. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like riding it out, riding it out. Fuck, fuck. And then I, I got a video. When I got a moment, I just took a, I took a video of my movement on my arm and I sent it to Adam mm -hmm. from um, Next Stage Injury. Therapy from uh, Ireland. He's the, the famous guy, if you all watch on my YouTube, yeah. um, who tortured my feet. And he's amazing. Yeah. Like, he's just such a knowledge of all the, the, the entirety of the body, including the nervous system and everything. And so I sent him the video. Let me move that phone out of my way so it's not flashing. And I was like, okay, this is what's happened. Here's my arm. Here's what I can do. What the fuck have I done? Like, hey, is this, what can I do? Is, is this bad? And he sent one back. I was like, I think it felt, I felt a pop. I think, I think I've torn it off, like mm -hmm. partially torn it off. He sat on back and he, and he was like, is there any bruising? I was like, no, there's a tattoo over the whole thing. Yeah. He's like, you'd still be able to tell under yeah. the tattoo. You'd be able to, hang on. I can, hang on. <laughs> Fuck a doodle dicks. Oh, there we go. I can't see any bruising there, can you? No. Because the pain. spots in the tattoo as well, like yeah. with skin spots. And it's like a light blue. What You would see, you know, and you know what you get when you see a tear, yeah. a bruised tear. Yeah. And I can't see anything. Well, that's a really good sign. So he said, well, the way you're moving it means it's not detached. Yeah. yeah. And he, and then he said, if there's no bruising, it's probably okay. Mm -hmm. it, what you've probably done is, pop, like, ruptured it a little bit. Yeah. 
mid, so it's, it's nothing to do with the insert, actual attachment point. Yeah. Or a, you've strained it really badly. Yeah. He said, like, imagine rolling your ankle so it feels like you've broken it. Mm-hmm. And then 72 hours later, he said, you know, your ankle suddenly feels okay. Yeah. He said, that was hopefully what it's done. Right. So a tear in the like length of the tendon somewhere, mm-hmm. but not an actual no, detachment. No, no, on the way attachment points or the bicep or the tendon. Mm-hmm. It's just so, I think what it's done is pull really heavy on the bicep, damage the tendon halfway down. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm getting all this pain here. Yeah. And it's like when I had to drive home, yeah. I was just hanging my arm off my steering wheel. Yeah. And then I've got back and it has, oh, motherfucker, slowly got worse. Yeah. Like pain wise. We said tomorrow it's going to be fucking awful. Mm-hmm. So he said, prepare yourself. But, I haven't taken any painkillers or anything because I think you I want to gauge fo- that as yeah. well. I also don't want a false sense of it oh, not hurting fine. and then me suddenly moving because I'm not thinking about the pain because mm-hmm. it's not there and then yeah. snapping my hand up to do something that is automatic yeah. and then it going kink. Yeah. So hence my cashmere scarf yeah. brace neck thing. Whatever. God damn. Sling. Wasn't expecting that. Oh, you didn't miag it. God damn biter. How are they still alive? Little biter fly flying around the goddamn studio room. Assholes. I mean that with every syllable of the word as well. I think they're actual assholes. They're a little flying asshole. And if you listen closely, when they go past, they go, asshole. <laughs> as they buzz past your ear, asshole. <laughs> I can't believe that. Like, really oh, I'm gutted because it was such a stupid move as well. But it does go to show, never fuck with the Southport, even if it's just coaching them. They're just not worth the hassle. Don't bother. They're just not worth the hassle. I remember when when I used to box, we'd occasionally do rounds at Southport, and fuck me, I was awful. It's it's like trying to do everything left-handed if you're right-handed. Mm-hmm. It's, it feels so alien. Yeah, I think it feels even worse than that, because it, it just like... It's, especially when you're used to boxing orthodox or fighting orthodox or whatever you do. Because your flows. entire body... yeah. It's like your entire body is now your left hand, it's, it's, yeah. and you can't use your it's left like hand. It's like trying to make a slinky go up the stairs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's just, every, everything's off, yeah. and obviously that's one of the reasons because it is a you know it's use it's a useful skill if some people can fight. Oh, some people just ambidextrous as well. Whatever. I used to know yeah. a couple of lads that were kind of ambidextrous, but they just switch around. Sometimes you'd be doing something they'd accidentally be in southpaw. Well, southpaws have got yeah. a lot of advantages. Yeah, like there's a there's a lot well, of the very, awkwardness is the main advantage. Yeah, obviously the the awkwardness because there's a very small population of people that will fight southpaw. So when people are going into fight camps, they have a, just a much smaller pool of people to practice against. Yeah. So that's always going to throw it off. Also, the kidneys they're hidden. Like the, your kid, the, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Your, the orientation of your body, your kidneys are then the opposite. Liver and further kidneys. away. Where's your liver? Your liver's like the, is it the left or right hand side? It's left, isn't it? Yeah. So if you're southpaw. Well, that would be a bit open actually to the right yeah, body shot, wouldn't it? Again, I think like kidneys is normally the the like the one drop shot. That's the kicker, isn't it? You yeah, get a, wrap a kick around that kidney region. Yeah, but then they're they're defended. They're you right ever, to the back. Have you ever peed blood? I've never peed blood. I peed blood once. It really? Scary. Kidneys? Yeah, it was just from sparring too hard. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's rough. That is because when you're wearing kick pads and stuff, you just whack the fuck out of each other. Mm. Yeah. It still don't help your kidneys. No, no. <laughs> Nothing helps your yeah. kidneys. How's if anyone's it? taking a shot to the kidneys on that, that that's... I've thrown up blood as well. Before. It's the most unique pain, I think, ever. A kidney. Liver, like it's a... liver, kidney is, kidneys are a weird one. Not kidney, sorry, liver. You ever been hit with a good liver shot? No, no, I've never so, been... So you hit, it hits you and your body goes, that was a good hit. Yeah. And then you go, but are we all right? And your body goes, uh, no. And then you take a knee. 
yeah. with an involuntary knee. <laughs> yeah. But it takes that amount of time. It's like, so you stood, hit, whap, and then you're like, am I knee? Yeah. It's that slow. It's yeah. really weird. It's almost like someone's pressed shut down. Yeah. And he just goes, doo-doo-doo, and then you go. <laughs> oh. And then about a minute later, you're fine. Mm. But for that split second, your body just goes, no mas. Yeah. Done. Too much going on, yeah. too much pain. I remember taking I remember it vividly. Yeah. Because I remember it even a little bit being like, oh, that was slow. Like, and, and taking a step and then just dropping to a knee. Like as if you see it in fights, mate. Yeah. People, people it looked like a, it looked like I bent a knee to him. Like I just gone, you are my successor. <laughs> or you just proposing? Yeah, for yeah. that ring. Imagine they could do that in mid fight, can you? Put them off, right? Really? Yeah. Keep a ring in your like waistband, and midway through that, just kneel down, and then they look at you like, okay, one, we're both men. Two, we're in a ring. What is going? And then uppercut. Yeah, <laughs> like a Mortal Kombat style uppercut where you have to crouch first and then go, <laughs> just come up with a proper street fighter. And nowhere in the rules is it going to say you can't propose in the middle of the octagon. <laughs> no, <Nope. laughs> nope. it's going to bypass all of the loop. Yep. Yep. <laughs> there we go. That's, Straight through. That's the that's the next thing we need to see. <laughs> It'll happen in some like small competitions and like, like fringe. Who done that when you're doing judo and you get really close and you just whisper something horrendous in their ear or start grinding on? That's a good one. If you just start grinding. Yeah. Like, like in a sexual, or just then they'll freak the fuck out, and then you get the position you want straight away. <laughs> we used to do that to each other, all, or wet willies as well, because it's, you're not ready for it. You're in such a like a a, a, a testosterone fuel state. I'm gonna rip his head. Off. Oh, what, 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 wet willy? What's yeah. that? And then you, you completely give up all your positioning. You <laughs> sit in the middle, like grappling at BJJ, and just like, is it is it just me who's aroused right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that's perfect. I tell you, what I did do once, and this is the real animalistic thing that happened to me but in a real childish way we were doing <laughs> so the drill was you were taken down by the by the wall octagon side mm-hmm. and you had to wall climb and get back up okay. and their job was to suck your legs out and get you back down yeah so it's a, it's a defeated t- like to get up when yeah. you're not allowed to strike or do anything it's fucking hard because yeah. they just pull your legs out drag you down pull your legs out drag you down and the lad i was um wrestling with, i can't remember his name now that's bad of me but he's a he was a bulldog proper he was either technique mm-hmm. or kill you yeah there was no in between yeah he was just fight or learn yeah. and that was it yeah so we were doing it and he was so and he was strong but strong as well really mm-hmm. strong and just fit like now nah, I, I actually rolled well, last when i went back to blackburn to do it he was there randomly one mm-hmm. week like about two years ago now maybe a bit more and he was there so we just rolled again and it was like watching two angry bears fight over a salmon with the salmon being in the middle of them both and they were trying to catch the salmon and fight each other it was just ridiculous <laughs> people literally were moving out of the way yeah. it was just wolf 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 um and so he was he was dragging me down dragging me down dragging me down and i was like i'm not fucking learning anything he's not letting me fucking even try because mm. you you were always going to lose if they went full bore because you yeah. couldn't punch him or do anything yeah and uh, <laughs> they almost have to give you a little bit. They have to, yeah, because it was a singular technique as well. It's yeah. like you couldn't try, you were doing this one style. And so he knew what you yeah. were going to do. So he'd like pull a hand out, pull your legs out, and you couldn't do it. Mm. And he's like, what is I'm not learning. And I got so mad for a, a split second, my, the little voice in my head just went, bite him. <laughs> I mean, like I want, you know, when you see a kid get so angry, they start to shake and then they just, they look at the person like, I can't do, so what can I, and they just go, hang, and, mm. and just, yeah. and the moment they've done it, they do that face where they go, oh, oh fuck, what? Yeah. What? 
that literal thing, I gripped my teeth. And I was like, I literally went, at <laughs> 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 a moment, so angry. in his ear off. Yeah, honestly, really nearly did. Yeah. It was so funny. I was laughing about it afterwards. I think I told him as well. I was like, it was so bad, I nearly bit you. <laughs> I'm so frustrated. Yeah, I'm super competitive with stuff like that as well. Especially when I know I'm outgunned. Have you said about when we rolled? <coughs> I don't we, know. We spoke no, about that. that. And we were like, so, bearing in mind, I'd barely been doing BJJ. You hadn't, you'd I, never done just dedicated my, BJJ. But. I had the the framework still in my mind, but none of the finishing moves. Yeah. So I could get to a position and then my brain would go, I don't know what we do from here. And I'd be yeah. like, but there's, there's something. And my brain would go, yeah, there's something. And in that meantime, you'd escape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were basically both too shit to finish each other. Yeah. But also good yeah. enough to keep rolling. Yeah. yeah. So we just kept going and it was, it felt like eternity. And there was at one point where you almost tapped just because I was leaning on you. No, this is, no it's worse. <laughs> I had you in a triangle, yeah. which you posted up on really well and i switched to an arm bar yeah. which i had on you yeah but because you had switched from a triangle where you'd, you'd posted up and i switched an arm bar you had your body weight on me and yeah. as i went to extend i realized my diaphragm had completely contracted and you were on it and i couldn't breathe yeah. and i nearly tapped myself out <laughs> From being underneath you because I couldn't yeah. breathe. And if you watched, I think there's a bit of a video. If you watch, I actually arch my way out yeah. of the armbar and let yeah. you go yeah. so I could breathe. Because like, at that point, I was I was so exhausted. My like and my bicep, my, my bicep was completely fucked. I, could, I like I had no strength left in that arm. Yeah. So I literally, that was my plan. I was like, I'm literally just going to crush you. That's I was what you did. Yeah. Like, just and take, I crush, honestly hold you up. My brain, he, even your neck was like, yeah, fully like tucked up. Yeah. Because I was triangle, so obviously I was pulling you down and I was really yeah. cinching in, and then I. If you if you know it, if you don't know what a triangle is, it's where the back I'm on my back, Lou's kind of um he's on his knees, and I've got my leg one leg's over the back of his neck, and the other one is so with so it comes across the back of his neck, my foot sticking up, my other leg goes over the top of my own foot, which I then crank down on Lou and try and choke him out on his own arm, which is trapped his head and arm is trapped between my two legs. Mm. But what you do in that is you get really tight and pull them in. So when I switched to an armbar, which means I bring the leg that was over the back of his neck round to the front in front of his face to grab hold of the arm that's trapped between it with his head, that basically folds me up underneath him like a C from yeah. which I'm supposed to extend out. Yeah, so you want to flatten me out. I want, yeah, I want to extend out to pull that arm and then push my hips through his arm and armbar it. But as I got him in that and I got the armbar and I went, here we go, my brain went, no. Yeah. <laughs> so I literally went and extend and my body went, <laughs> and, and then I tried again and it just went even further as you sunk because you, you must have sunk your weight as I went yeah. and then I tried to breathe in and realised nothing would go in yeah. at all and I literally was I was going <laughs> I, I could see you struggling and I was like I, was like, I might actually fucking win here <laughs> and I, honest to God if I hadn't been able to wriggle my shoulders out to yeah. let go yeah. I, would, I would have tapped yeah we, we myself neither of us won that either we both literally no. just like agreed to just stop because we were would, so fucked just for our own ego like to point out we were supposed to be rolling for three minutes and yeah. he ran the clock for five yes and we didn't know yeah so we went full ball for five whole minutes yeah and that's it doesn't sound like a lot but that, bearing in mind this is at the end of end a class of, after we've we, already sparred as well yeah so this, we, it was we, just us rolling our own. We weren't in condition no, for this Everyone else had stopped by that point. And yeah. it was, if you wanted to keep rolling, have a go. And yeah. we did. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, yeah, to be fair and, to us. Yeah, I was so yeah. gassed. I don't, yeah, think, it was ridiculous. I don't think I'd ever been that if, fucking gassed. The term breathing out of your ass has never been more true. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I bet everyone else was just watching us. It was like with the worst technique ever. I was just fucking flopped on top of you. You were just like, just 
just bit, they're making yip noises. <laughs> yip, yip, yip. Oh, it was good though. Yeah, I, was. I felt like I'd been um, run through the ringer though the next morning when I woke mm. up. There were bits of my body that were hurting that hadn't been used in a while. Yeah. BJJ is a weird type of ache, isn't it? It literally your bones ache. It's everything. Like, it's yeah. just so many bits. You just think, how has that even been used? Yeah. Yeah. It's a very. I'm always like, after I'd finished my class, be fine, drive home, still all right. I'd sit down, have some tea. And then I'd go to get Slowly, up after, and I'm like, yeah. ah. <laughs> <laughs> and like the the doms sets in within like an hour. Like it's not like lifting. Exactly what you're talking yeah, about. you like, yeah, it's so bad. To, and honestly, like when I first started, it used to wake me up in the night because I couldn't roll over. Do you used to do it. <laughs> the pain. The bed like a turtle. Yeah, the pain of the doms used to fucking wake me up to try and roll over in the night. Oh, I know. The the best bit for me was when you got in the shower and you've been and you didn't realize you. Like burnt, you got mat burn all over oh, your feet, yeah, yeah. and the first moment you step in the shower, and you're like, "Oh, shower!" and it's immediate. Like somebody's just dropped an iron on your foot. And you're like, "What? Yeah, yeah." It's, oh, that's oh, horrible. That is so and painful. Like, because it's hot water going on, and you're not ready. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That steamy thing downstairs, I've got. You know, the little sitting steam pot. Yeah, the little mini sort. I think that'd be great for after a session. Yeah, yeah. Just keep. Yeah, just twenty minutes flush in that. Through. Yeah, just loosen everything back up. Mm. So we good. I might have a go in that tomorrow, actually, with this. Yeah, that's probably a good shout. Yeah. Should we... Um, should can we, we please pour, pour plenty of alcohol into a container that I can put down my face? Oh. Right. We are going to... Oh, I, I don't know if I can reach the magic oh, note God. maker today. We need the, to put some jingles on this thing. This is the disabled right. version. So today, we're not on the whiskey. We are... We are on the rum. The rum diddy dum dum Oh, Jesus, what is that? This is rumbullion. Oh, with a rolling R. I can't do that. I can't, I can't roll my R's. Rum? No. I don't know how you'd even train me to do that. Rum. Do you want me to try it? Russ. If you are, if you are Welsh. Look, it just comes, there's no, it's like the air just makes it like, it just makes it like, I end up being like, like I'm threatening you. <laughs> if you are if Welsh, you'd be able to rum, roll rum, your R's. Are you just flicking it against the top? Roll. Are, you, are you putting your tongue to the top and then pushing air over it? Where's that coming from? Under your tongue or so, over your tongue? So, yeah, it's going over my tongue. I'm literally like arching my tongue up to the roof of my mouth. So, and then, if, if you were, if your, my hand's your tongue, mm-hmm. you're arching That's, it upwards towards the roof of your mouth or you're arching it towards the belly of the mouth? No, it's arched up. So, I'm, my tongue is dished upwards like oh, that. Oh, you're dishing? Yeah. No, you're not this. You're no. there. I can't do that on my tongue. That's why I can't do Rolling. Listen. It's just. Air passing over the top of a, a, a sad little tongue. This, is, this must be uh, terrible to be listening to us right now. <laughs> There's some people somewhere just going, if rolling can, a tongue if you like can crazy. Roll your R's. Yeah, let us know. Rolling. Can you roll your R's? Let's do a percentage of people in the comments. Can you roll your R's or can you not? Go on YouTube and let us know. Yeah. Rolling. Put it in the comment section. So, anyway, we've got Rumbullion. Chili and rum. chocolate Rumbullion. Chili and chocolate. So I'm intrigued I've, by this. I've had the regular rumbullion, which have we've we not had, had chili on this. anything before. No, I don't think we have. Um, no, I don't think so. But yeah, I've had the regular rumbullion. I think that was bought for me um, as a as a present a good few years ago by one of our PTs. Tom got me, it and it was lovely. Really, really nice. That is a sick looking bottle. Yeah, so it's a bit of a, this is a smaller bottle. What is this, 50 centiliters? Um, yeah, but, it doesn't look that small, though, does it? So it's the same as the 173s? Yeah. Hmm. And it, it's wrapped in a like a brown paper bag, but it's not loosely wrapped. It's fitted to the shape of the bottle. 
And is that the, vacuum sealed on? Yeah, it? it's like vacuum sealed around the bottle, so it's not. But you it's could got, peel but it, it off. It looks like it's been twisted and then vacuum sealed, so you've got all the nice creases at the top. Yeah, and, that, is, um, that is nice. The all the logo is printed onto the the brown paper paper bag, and when it gets to the neck of the bottle, there's like twine that's like lots and lots of twine wrapped around it to create the neck, and then there is a, a black wax which has been dipped in, which then runs down the bottle quite a lot. It looks like it's got almost oh, like a, a kraken. Sat on the top of it. Yeah, yeah. And this is, yeah, Aberforths. Aberforths do other stuff as well. I'm sure they, they do gin as well, if I remember right. What's that picture of on the front of it? Um, it's just their logo on like a... What's a, that, corn? That. Oh, this. on That's actual, a chilies. Chilies um, and corn. Where's that? Chocolate, so it'll be cocoa. Oh, cocoa. Yes. Oh, yeah. I wonder how many people know that. Do, do people know that chocolate comes from like a seeded plant that you can just eat straight? I don't know. I don't, I don't know if people know this, but that's where it comes from. Have yeah. you ever seen a chocolate plant? Yeah, I have. Yeah? yeah. Chocolate beans. I'm going to show this to Very the, the camera. I'm just going to go up there so they can appreciate okay, I, this. I'll try and focus. No, yeah, go on. You're going to go for it? You just put it up there and see if it focuses on it. Let's see how, how smart our camera is. Uh, I'll press it on it. A bit back, 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 back. And if you're on YouTube now, this should come into focus. There you go. Look at that. Beautiful. Yeah. That would make me buy it, just the way it looks. It's also got, um, which I've noticed, which some of them don't have with the wax seals, it has a paper tab, so that will make oh. it easier to actually get into the wax seal. That's going to be very satisfying. Yeah. Do you want to do it? Yeah. You hold it with your right <laughs> arm, and I'll use my left. I'll use my good hand. Take my good hand, child. Ooh. Oh, it's a nice cork underneath. That means we get a cheeky pop for once. Are you going to be yeah. able to pop with one hand? You can do a cheeky pop. I've done the wax. All right. Yeah. So... Yeah, that see that's like well thought out because yeah, like a lot nice. of things that I have recently with wax seals because it's it's more popular because it does give you a very that, nice finish. Look, that's actually glued on ribbon underneath. What so they glue they put the ribbon glue the ribbon around the cork lid. Yeah, then wax it all over the top. That's really clever. Mm. And I, I've had a few, and it's just been a, such a pain in the arse. You like digging the wax off oh, to try yeah, and get to yeah. some of them. So right, yeah, go on. Let's, let's have a cheeky pop. Let's find out. Ooh, Ooh that's quite subtle. Yeah. The cork nice is squeak, a stumpy cork. Oh, it's a stumpy cork. Stumpy cork. It's a button mushroom of a cork. Looks familiar. wonder why. <laughs> well, you'll never die from rum before. <laughs> you want to go first, mate? A sniff. Have you sniffed? I've had a sniff. Again, a little... little, Ooh. little you can smell like the chilli spice to it. You really can. Oh, yeah. What is that? Oh, there's something that reminds me of straight away. I think it's like... I can't, rem I can't put my finger on that. I want to say like figs or raisins. Oh, it might be raisins. Mm. Is there just the plum? I don't know whether we've gone through the plum? description. We didn't, did we? It's, it's like in that family, somewhere in that family. Fig or plum or something. Have you read the, is there a description on the back? Yeah. There so is. let's see. Are we correct? Do you want to go through it? Or should yeah, should I read it in a, you, yeah. in a thing? You've got to do it in, a, in an accent. I'm going to do it in rolls a... many R's. Rolling the R's. Rolling. I don't know why it's Scottish. Let's do uh, some cheeky little, le like, I don't know, leprechaun. Aberforth. Because Rumbullion rum just reminds me of Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin. Aberforth. Is that like, what, what kind Delight of name your is that? Delight your senses. Fucking right, boy. Aye. I'm going to just go full on Begby. <laughs> That's all my Scottish accent is, is Begby. <laughs> You fucking right. Delight your senses, you wee bunch of bastards, you with 
Abelforth's latest creation, chili and fucking chocolate. Rambolian. <laughs> this distinctively delicious limited release takes our award-winning right space room and infuses it with some fucking wonderfully rich Crayola cocoa nibs. Crayola? Crayola. C-R-I-O-L-L-O. There's crayons in it. There's crayons in it. It's wax. That's what the wax is. The addition of the chipotle and jalapeno chilies as we say, jala fucking pino, deal with it. Invoking a tantalizing warmth and fruity fucking flavour profile. Enjoy this, you fucking cunt special release, neat over ice. Oh, so we have ice, that's right. Enjoy it neat over ice, you bunch of puffs. Bunch of bastards, bunch yeah. Of, I've probably really just punched a pee right down the microphone. He's went, sorry about that. <laughs> or in a delicious cocktail, if you're a Nancy. <laughs> Optionally, take off your top and drink it neat, you big puffy. <laughs> don't know why, I don't know how they got away with that on the label, to be fair. Very extreme. Yeah, very extreme label. We're quite a provocative uh, label there, Abba Force, but, you know, do, you do you. There we go. Right then, pour. Pour and go, yeah. I'm also going to get out the Davidoff cigarellos because... Dude, I'm pissed off. Yeah, so the punch thing with the arm, just for all of you's sake, the reason it happened was because, well, once I told you, uh, no, I have to learn. Yeah. I have to learn. Yeah, I'm, I'm disabling you here, boy. Uh, you're enabling my disabling. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, the reason this could happen is it's not because, not just because I do bodyball on side, it's literally because the punch was thrown wrong, which is why it's super important. So when you go on the bags, to not just go on and start wailing on the bag in the gym, like some kind of meth head yeah. trying to get like you know a packet of cigarettes from the neighbour, because this is what happens. Yeah, and I all think, the reason is just because my elbow went through the punch rather than my fist. Yeah, I think uh, this is this may be something. I think we'll agree and we'll disagree. Right, I know what you're going to say with your agree but but let me just finish. This is also an accumulation effect of mm-hmm. me sleeping an average of probably four and a half to five hours over the last three or four nights because I started my task lists. Like I said, I was going to fucking do it, didn't I? I did say I was going to do you it. You did. And yeah. on the Monday, I fucking started it. Yes. And I was up. And I didn't have to set my balls on fire. I know. So disappointed. <laughs> you got a picture of me in the morning with the highest eyebrows. I know. Your no. eyebrows are on the top of your head. <laughs> so, so not awake. But my eyebrows are trying to pull my eyelids up. <laughs> yeah. And I was dressed and up for half seven. So I didn't have to set my balls on fire. Because if you didn't, last, week, last week's episode, I said, if I'm not up on Monday, by half seven, I'd fucking go because I'm changing my habits and getting good again. I will light my balls on fire on today's podcast. Mm. And you got to do it. Because yeah. I was going to spray them in Lynx Africa, mm-hmm. an old school, sixth Classic. form, yeah. old boys school jobby it. Yeah. And yeah, didn't have to do it. Uh, I had to send proof to Lou by text message picture. Yeah, and he did by, send it. By 20 to 8. Yeah. And that I was up and dressed. You were a little early as well. I was, I 36 minutes. Yeah. yeah. So, no balls are on fire. But I've dedicated myself to the task list. And what I've found is, if I've had somebody catch me over... Rather than going to bed and leaving the job again to the next day, I was like, no, your fucking lists get done. So I was up till three in the morning on the first night, finishing off edit, uh, getting plans out to clients and then something else. I was just like, no, they're fucking getting done. So then I woke up at half seven, mm-hmm. so four and a half hours that night. And then the next night, five hours again, same thing, chasing tasks, a couple of tasks at the end, like training my abs and something like that. And I'd come in from the gym. I'd gone to the gym quite late, so I didn't go back into that half 11. Yeah. So not too much, but I think I got about five hours. And then I had to be up this morning mm-hmm. by half five to get up to Manchester for eight o'clock. 
and we watched Dune mm-hmm. last night, yeah. which we'll talk we'll about in a bit. That, yeah. um, so I got home about midnight, straight into bed, probably asleep about half past, so probably about five hours sleep. And on top of that, because on Monday I said I'm starting fresh and being fucking sick mm-hmm. awesomeness again, I've been in the gym crushing it, boxing every single session, nine yeah. rounds with weights following, not skipping on anything, dr- drilling even extra sets. When I forget what number set I'm on, I went back to the one that I remember before. I did that. I've started doing the thing again where I walk away from the machine, turn around and walk back because I feel like I've got more reps in me. Yeah. Whole thing lets to change my mentality. Every time I get a notion of doing something positive, I just go fucking do it. Yeah. Rather than worrying about the time. And so I think what this was is central nervous system broken down, not enough recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, Almost too much too, well, there's just- too much too fast. Yeah. Which is always what I do. Yeah. Always. This is why I get hurt. Because I don't ease in. That's just a guy thing. That it, is. Yeah, I've always been like that. Like, yeah. it's just, I, I broke my ribs fighting. I was sparring the next day, just not being allowed to be hit in the body. Yeah. Just like, I can still fucking move this way. Just so I'll keep the head instead. That That's what happened, <laughs> literally. At the beginning of the session, I was like, right, nobody hit legs in the body. So it was just head and leg kicks. Yeah. I was like, this is a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um, so it just, it's what I did. Yeah, and what, so what that does is if you over, it's not overtraining, it's under resting. Yes. There's no such thing as overtraining. If you eat enough and rest enough, you can't overtrain. Unless you're doing something perpetually stupid, which yeah. crushes your joints. So yeah. removing all the dummy variables, mm-hmm. you can sustain a high level of training for a long time if you support the recovery enough. Yeah, most people can, yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, so as a result, what happened was I had a lazy moment and I had not warmed up. Mm-hmm. And the main thing is my muscles were tighter than normal because of all the extra work mm-hmm. and not having the recovery. And yeah. this is why this has happened. Yeah. And it like you know that shit happens to people in perfectly good condition as well. Yeah. Like that's it's one of them freak things that does happen. Um, but again, I think you've just had that. You had a few other factors that yeah. were stacked up. What I'm really hoping is <clears throat> what Adam said is that it's going to be it's going to really suck for 72 hours, mm-hmm. but then it's going to start easing off. Yeah, fingers crossed. And that's- I'm just putting BPC straight into my bicep. Yeah. From like literally the moment I got in. Yeah. Because I keep some in the freezer for emergencies. And yeah. Just like bang, straight in the bicep. Right. I'm going to order some more and I'm just going to run it right through. And get, even when it feels better again, I'm going to keep it running for like an extra week. Fair enough. Yeah. Because fuck being hurt. No, no, definitely yeah. fuck being and hurt. If that doesn't work, I'm just going to take all of the steroids in the world. <laughs> I want everything, <laughs> please. Everything. Yeah. They're like, I, I could, I'm going to be so unnatural that I become universal. Yeah. I'm going to be so unnatural that I go all the way back to natural. Yeah. I'm going to go, yeah, you go full, full so far through. Yeah. You actually go backwards. Yeah. 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 You just become a cat. Yeah, I become it. Man. I start producing my own. Yeah. Uh, farm, my own testosterone. Stand, yeah, some, people are just there like... I start sweating trend. Yeah, people just scrape the sweat off you. <laughs> yeah, I'll be that. Bo- you roll on me and shit happens. Yeah. You know, like um, <laughs> they do like testosterone gels and stuff like that. Yeah. Just like if anyone rubbed I'd, up against you. Yeah. I'll just, like, I'd like, like a slug, but yeah. testosterone gel. Yeah. If somebody like brushed past you, their arm would get really hairy where they made contact. <laughs> Male or female. Yeah. Or babies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just werewolf your child. Isn't she cute? <laughs> Woof. <laughs> Instant hair. <laughs> Teen wolf. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, what I was going to say before, anyway, yeah, well. was so obviously you do a lot of sparring. Sorry, not sparring. Not sparring you do a lot yeah. of bag work um, as like cardio and conditioning work, mm-hmm. and obviously just because you enjoy it. And I know you always kind of talk about that as a as a useful thing because it is fun. Yeah. So, but personally, and I boxed years ago, but I don't think that it's it's bag work's the best way for people to be most general population. If you don't know how to throw a punch, yeah. going in and, and wailing on a heavy bag. Yeah, you you probably be okay. You're probably gonna sprain your wrist or Eventually you are, something. Yeah. You're probably gonna hurt yourself. And like, are the more efficient ways 
to do cardio that are definitely more boring and not yeah. as cathartic in terms it's just, of it's great, Yeah, but, I'd rather have sex with a pineapple than go on a Stairmaster. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, every day. Same. But and, and, and for whatever un, people. An untrimmed pineapple. Mm-hmm. A raw, fresh pineapple. Spines are and you everything. having sex with a pineapple or is a pineapple having sex with you? <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be doing it with me, wouldn't it? It <laughs> had the spines on it. I fucking hate those things, man. It's stuck in one spot. I just, It's just so unnatural to yeah. me. I just, yeah. I, I I've really done it. it. I've done it. Yeah. For competition, staring at the wall and running, mm. looking at one spot on the wall, yeah. listening to songs that you know that you start off are really good because you've got a playlist and it gets you through. And you're like, oh, that went flying, that was easy. Yeah. Then all really fast, your brain picks up on what song you're at and where that's at, and you run. Yeah. And now it becomes, oh, fuck, I'm only at that song. Yeah. Yeah, I know you. I know <laughs> yeah, you. It just so there's no way around it. And so I, I think, like, psychologically, stuff like boxing or, or whatever you're going to do is is way easier to perform that kind of cardio because yeah. your mind is occupied and it's a little bit more fun and especially it's good for like stress relief, I suppose, where oh, yeah, although definitely. some people find running really like good for relieving stress, well, outside, I personally am not like that. Outside, once you get good at running, the first bit is that we all suck at running when we first start. <laughs> Everything hurts that shouldn't hurt. It's fucking hard. Yeah. But once you start getting in a flow and you can cover that first 20, that first 10, 15 minutes, which are the bits that really suck, mm. once you get, start breaking through that and you get in this rhythm, Mm-hmm. Where you just listen, it does get quite therapeutic, and you do get that. I have had it to the point because obviously I was running a lot when I was fighting, yeah. and I hate every moment of running. Don't get me wrong. If I got the choice between running and pineapple sex, it's pineapple sex. But there are it moments. Doesn't, tra- doesn't translate to fighting. No, well. <laughs> wet toughens you. Ain't nobody grinding on me with a worry. They were like, mm, "Do you like this grinding?" I'm like, "Dude, I've had sex with a pineapple. Do your worst." Amber. <laughs> 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 and. Um, I remember hating running and then hitting that runner's high moment and being and literally feeling like I was bouncing mm-hmm. down the road. Yeah, like it was elated. Yeah, yeah, and I started to get that more and more the more I did it. Never had it. Yeah, you got really pushed. Yeah, you, like, that was I was running every morning for at least three or four miles every morning. Because when I was boxing, I used to run there and back. I used to run regularly, like miles, and fucking hated every yeah. day of it. Never, never felt like I got better. Literally no. just sucked every but, time. Yeah, yeah. But you do. You get better. But the thing is, is your technique gets better. So the same distance gets harder because you're actually running and making everything work that should be working rather than just kind of throwing your body through it. Yeah. And so as you get better, it gets seems to get tougher. You're actually getting faster and more um, get benefit from it because you're making everything work as it should. I was always trashed at when I even went into the run, though, because... A lot of the time, I would I'd run to my boxing uh, club, which was like I think it was about a mile and a half, two miles. Then I'd do like two back to back classes of boxing, so like two hours of boxing, and then run home. Yeah, and so I was like on the run home, especially, Jesus. and it was it was a massive hill on the way. A big bag on your back as well. Yeah, with my, yeah, with all, all my shit, and times. I was like fucking. That's about twelve. Was like, yes, I you didn't have a proper hate, running bag on. I, I one of those bags like flapping you on the back every time you, you yeah, took a step. Sometimes as well, I just wouldn't even change my shoes, so I'd be running in boxing boots. Oh, you <laughs> I was just like, I can't be hot because like they lace oh. up there. I was like, ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. I'm going home. <laughs> and there was like right around the corner from my house, there was a little sweet shop. So I was just that's that was my focus. I'm just like, I'm going to get some of the fucking little strawberries. <laughs> like that was. <laughs> oh, they're strawberries. Yeah, <clears throat> they've ru- they've ruined eggs, you know. The little the egg. Yeah, change the flavor. Harry egg things. Hmm? Yeah, because fucking Haribo got them. When they weren't Haribo, they were delicious. Yeah. Now they just—they're the yellow sweet in every other thing. You know the awful one that no one eats. Yeah, that's what the yellow is in the egg now. Oh, like, oh you know that yellow one that no fucker eats in every other packet. Yeah. Let's take it out of that and put it in the egg and ruin them. No Haribo, you bunch of dicks, and you've ruined cola bottles somehow. Texture's different. Yeah. they're not chewy anymore. Yeah, they're like they're resilient from the bite. In fact, yeah. if anything, they like pushing up teeth away. Like, yeah, stop yeah. it! I don't want to be. Yeah, eaten. like a sponge. Yeah, stupid Haribo. It's like when Monster Munch were taken over by Nestle and ruined them. 
They were no longer monstery. And yeah. Do you remember how big the packs used to be and how yeah. dense the crisps were? Yeah. They're... And now they're like these airy, fairy things that cut your gums. Yeah. 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 Quite good. Quite they're like tangy to- the equivalent of tangy toms now, but in Monster Munch. Ta- yeah. But tangy toms were good yeah. because they were circular. Do you want to... Uh... Let's get into this alcohol and let the pain go away. Chin, chin. So we had this... Zoom. What did I do? What accent was I did? Scottish. Scottish. Scottish fucking rumbullion, you wee bunch of... Word I can't see that I did say before, you know. There's a moment in every podcast when we have the ice where there's a silence and just the chink, chink of the ice mm-hmm. against the glass. It's like ASMR. Oh my God, that's chilly-ish. Ooh, yeah, oh, it, hang on. That's really coming through right now. The it takes a few seconds, yeah. It does. To... It's really quite sweet though. Mm-hmm. Smooth. That's Yeah, that's very smooth. You get the chocolate, definitely. It's a nice balance, that. Mm. If you've ever eaten chilli chocolate, a good chilli chocolate, it, it does literally taste like that. Yeah, they've nailed that. They that's, really have. That's very impressive. There's very little, like, there's no aggression to that alcohol. Which it's... is funny because I had somebody message me when I put the pictures up of them. And we pulled them out the um, box yeah. and I put it on my stories. And this, this someone said that, oh, that rumbullion is way too strong. Oh, really? And I, that, with the if ice... They might have, I was going to say, they may have had it with no ice. And then I imagine the, the alcohol kick and then the chilli kick might be Way quite too overpowering. Much, yeah. But this just goes to show it's all about how you're supposed to drink it. Yeah. Sip it, let it go, second sip. Numero two? Numero two. Numero two. Fucking <laughs> 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 idiots. <laughs> mm. Oh, I love that. I really like that. That is really, really nice. It is yeah. literally silky smooth chocolate taste. As you think, there's zero, zero burn yeah. anywhere towards the back or the throat. Yeah. It's all at the front. The and chili. it's just like a really nice and a silky, chili tingle. Chili tingle. Like, yeah, a little dusting of chili. Nothing overwhelming. No. And it all sits at the front of your mouth and just down the side of your tongue. And then that chocolate sweetness just goes right the way, all the way through the flavor. It doesn't dissipate either. You don't lose the chocolate and just end it with chili. It's still the, the chocolate and chili is all there all the time. Very well balanced, that is. That is well done, you lot. Rumbullion. Yeah. Well, definitely. They've got a couple of different Rumbullions. That's a good Christmas gift. Yes, it is. That looks awesome. And <clears> if they do like chili chocolate and they're into their, obviously, drinking their liquor in a stronger way or putting in a... I don't know if you can put that in cocktail it's because of the chili. You probably can find something it'll go well with. Yeah, I would imagine that'd still go quite <laughs> nice. I wouldn't have any suggestions off my head, but in my head, it seems like it'd go well with, and this is basic bitch shit, but like a cherry Pepsi Max. Actually, yeah. I can, yeah. I can you see how you're mixing with that if, yeah. you, if you wanted something simple. Yeah, definitely. Just as a, a nice, simple mixer, that'd be really, really nice. There's a lot of sweetness to that. And I wonder what else you could put it with to make a proper cocktail. We should have a cocktail. Yeah, we should. Or I wonder if there's anyone who's a fucking cock. What, what do you cockatoo. call cockatoo? They're called cockatoos. What, I'm pretty co- sure. Yeah. He's a, yeah. If there's a, a cockmaster, <laughs> cockmaster, <laughs> a cocktail person. That's never leaving my brain. Every time I see somebody now, that has yeah. cockmaster. He's a cockmaster. <laughs> Uh, if you do cocktails, please introduce yourself as a cockmaster to the next person you meet until there's the reaction. Cocktail bloke. Cocktail. Cocktailer. Cockatiel. Tom Cruise in a movie. Cockatiel. Cockatailer. Cocktack. What the fuck? That wasn't even a word. Cockatack. tack. So yeah, if... A cocktail maker. A cocktail. Get at us if you make cocktails for a living. What do they call them? There's a word for this. There is a word. And that, that's what's frustrating. And it's not cockmaster. <laughs> it should be, though. 
<laughs> are we fucking thick or something? Oh, tonight, definitely, yeah. There's something going wrong. I've had no sleep and managed to rip my own muscle off the bone. Yeah, I'm just fucking retarded, so well, they've got no excuses. You've got, you've got, <clears throat> what, what the fuck are they called? A bartender is all that's stuck in my head. Yeah, whatever, doesn't matter. Person that does the shaky, shaky thing, tries to look cool, thinks they're going to get ladies, doesn't, because the bloke's the only one's really caring. Yeah. So, and also wishing that it'll split over his head as he spins it. We all do that. Yeah. We the, unless it's ours, because we're like, fuck me, I've already no. waited 10 minutes. <laughs> I don't, don't start again. I like it when you get the guy that's just learned, and he, you can tell he's about to try a move he's genuinely nervous about, and it always goes wrong, because you can see the nerves kicking before the bottle leaves his arm. And you see the other members, of, other the members of staff are like taking a <laughs> half a step back. As, as the bottle leaves, everybody knows immediately it's gone wrong. <laughs> Other than that one bloke who's still in the hope it's coming back yeah, down where he wants it. He needs it. I got this. As the grey goose shatters on the floor yeah. in the pretentious bar and yeah. now everyone's looking at him. Or even better, hits the glass shelving behind him and takes out 80 bottles of drink with him. We should definitely do a cocktail episode. We like, <laughs> oh, yeah, we should like bring back some of our favourites. Oh, yeah. And then like have some like live mixers. That is delicious. From the Cockmaster. <laughs> wow, it's really nice. So, we can talk about what we did last night. Yes, we had sex. <laughs> <laughs> we took the step. <laughs> we done it now. We, we shared. That's what I was going to say. That was a joke I was going to make before. When you know me, me and you were rolling at jujitsu, yeah. as in the story beforehand. Yeah. It's essentially like <clears throat> two lesbians trying to penetrate each other. <laughs> but we're not allowed to use their arms or hands. Yeah, <laughs> just, just yeah that, that was us. Just, yeah. just going at each other. Just dry up yeah. the shit. <laughs> just, it was basically elaborate scissoring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and with, with a little bit of confusion added yeah. in on the top. Brilliant. Yeah. Right, yes, yeah, so back to uh, the blockbuster of a movie that we went to see. So, yeah, it's one that I've been talking about for freaking yeah. ages. If you don't know what Dune is... Um, where have you been? Yeah. It's like a historic... <clears throat> well, would you say it's a, a cult movie? So, yeah, Dune's got quite a big cult following. In terms of... If you're if you're um, into your sci-fi books, then pretty much everyone would know that. Yeah. That's like the... That's the fucking Bible of... It's not the, it's not the very first kind of sci-fi novel, um, but it was one of the... One of the originals, and it kind of laid a lot of groundwork... For things that people see in like Star Wars and things like that, when you when you read Dune, and then you you see a lot of other sci-fi films. You see how they took inspiration from some of those. Oh, like, really? Um, yeah, not like plagiarism by any means, but like you can just see inspiration in, in a lot of it. And Frank Herbert's stuff, the, the author Frank Herbert, he was so ahead of his time in terms of like just culturally and where, yeah, where he was at. Considering this was like I think the first book came out in the fifties. Um, wow, really? That far? Yeah. And like as a, a middle-aged white guy being, and he was like, there's a lot of he, like, there's heavy like Arabic kind of culture influencing it. There's a lot of religion. Yeah, um, but in a, of, great, in a really good way. Yeah. It's, it's, there's like, and kind of a very, um, there's not the stereotypical, like in, in so many books back then, especially anything that had kind of an action theme, women were all just useless, just 
objects a lot yeah. of the time it was very masculine whereas like some of the women in they're like the most badass characters in the entire thing it's very um it's he's, he had a very modern head on his shoulders um but because yeah, anyway. that's really because the, the only time you really started seeing that in big movies was sigourney weaver in like alien yeah where she the female is like the lead just just takes lead and is like i'm gonna kick shit here yeah. especially aliens yes you think you've got entire marines there and sigourney weaver's the one that just comes in and is like get away from her you bitch yeah, yeah uh, that was really good. Yeah. I love that. But the movie itself, so this has been obviously delayed and delayed by COVID as so many movies have. I'm still craving Top Gun to be out of Christmas, but I don't know if it's going to be, but what is, is going to be Matrix. So that's our next big one. Yes. 100% yeah, Christmas movie. But wow, for me, okay, so I'm, I know of June. I tried watching the original movie, bored the shit out of me because, you know, I didn't have the attention span I have now and I didn't sit through it and I wasn't really adhered to it in any way. It wasn't a sci-fi buff. The, and it's slow. And yeah, you said the, even the ending's wrong. Yeah, the, so the, there's a, a David Lynch version of the film in, like, I think, came out in like 1983 or something like that. It's definitely the 80s. And yeah. that's, that's my first introduction to Dune, though. That's how I learned about it because my nan used to love sci fi films. Oh, well, yeah. still loves uh, sci fi films. Love that. Your nan likes sci fi. Yeah. And. Um, my granddad liked like Dad's Army and stuff. My nan liked Dad's Army as well. <laughs> but yeah, she, she loved like Star Trek. That was her favourite thing. Oh, she wow. watched shitloads of Star Trek. Um, but anyway, so I that I saw that film when I was a kid. And you're only a kid and you kind of don't know when something's shit. So you just like something. I didn't understand what the hell was going on in June. Well, if you only like one thing in it, like the colour of a spaceship, you're like, I love that spaceship. Yeah, That's yeah, it was just, movie. that was it. And you just watch a spaceship the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. And like, so I was very aware of June. It's a film that I'd watched multiple times because it was just like, I just thought it was just an interesting, oops, an interesting film that not many people had seen. Yeah, no, that's true. I don't think many people have seen that one no. either. That's why I don't think so many people are too aware of it. Most of the most of the Dune fans don't like that because it's not very true to the book. Mm. They like had to change quite a lot, which they always are going to have to to condense it down. Would you recommend but, listening to the book on Audible, mm-hmm. even if you want to go and watch the film now, or would it ruin watching the film or make it a better? Um, I if well, honest, let's start. If you've read the book, does it make the film better? Because for me, American Psycho, <clears throat> if you hadn't read the book and then watched the movie, mm-hmm. the movie doesn't make half as much sense. You read the book first, American Psycho movie makes sense because you know shit that they don't tell you in the movie. I would actually say you <clears throat> potentially... I think if you're, if you're going to do it... Oh, fuck. It's really hard to say because there's pros and cons. So when I... Cause obviously well, it's not, so it's not deciphered either way? No, for me, because oh, I've, I've read the, the first... So if, if you don't know, the film Dune that's just come out is part of the first book. There's six books written by Frank Herbert, and then there's a load of others written by his son and Kevin J. Anderson, another author. Um, but if we're talking about the Frank Herbert books, there's six of them. And yeah, this is about, this is probably about three quarters of the first book. Mm. Um, that's it? Yeah. That entire movie? Yeah. Holy shit. That's How many a- movies are they doing? Then, so it's two and a half hours on, by the way. The movie. Yeah. So there. So Denny Villeneuve, the director, is talked about doing a trilogy, which is going. But the trilogy of films is going to be based over the first two books. So this is like part of the first one. Wow. Then the second one would be part of the last part of the first book and part of the second. Into the second. And yeah. then the third movie would be ending the th- the. Why after the second, second book does it kind of change realms or something? Um, is no. there a massive distinction? Huh. So why are they just doing that then? So it's gonna be like ten movies by the time they're done. Well, the the first three books all happen pretty sequentially. There are time jumps, but nothing nothing major. Um, they're like they're a couple of years, but they they do kind of run together. Um, 
I, I can't say too much. No, yeah, no, we're not going to ruin anything for people. <clears throat> yeah, I can, I can okay. see how... Let's, can let's move on with the review minutes. anyway, so we don't end up being a book review thing on it. The movie, for me, so from your angle, you've read the books, so we'll come to you. Yeah. For me, haven't read the books, mm -hmm. only seen the original movie and don't remember much of it, yeah. other than the sandworm attempts yeah. in special effects of those days. Yeah. And that's the reason I actually watched the movie in the first place, is because on the cover I saw the sandworms and yeah. thought, oh, it's going to be like Beetlejuice thing, you know? Yeah. No. No, it's not at all. Yeah, I was like, this is super slow and super boring. Where's the worms? When's yeah. the attack of the worms? I thought it was all about the worms. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people think that because they're just such, but, yeah. like, so crazy, such a weird idea. And then, I assume they'll come in way later, way more. Mm -hmm. But the cast is undeniable. And through the entire movie, there is not one bad casting, in my opinion. Everybody nails it. Yeah. Everybody nails it. So that, in a movie in itself, is huge. Because sometimes in movies, the thing that lets them down is the the like the antagonist. Yeah. There's usually a letdown. They're not the right person for the part. They, yeah. they play, and that's action movies, left, right, and center. Yeah. Always let down by the body. This one, no. Nah. Nope. Every single aspect is covered in very well cast. And... For the ladies, you've got Momoa yeah. looking all kinds of sexy. Yeah, yeah and he's fucking no beard, badass. Though. Definitely doesn't look as good without a beard. No, he doesn't. 100%. He actually looked a bit chubby, didn't he? Well, he is by nature. He's only really in shape. For, he's not chubby by nature. No, but he's like, he, not. He's softer and a little bit heavier outside of Aquaman. Mm -hmm. Everyone thinks of him as Aquaman, but he's actually not that buff all the time. Yeah. But I tell you one thing, he has the ability to get jacked. If you haven't seen. Ah, uh, what is the film called? I'll, I'm going to have to Google it in the last half an hour. Remind me to do that. But it's one he's in. It's a cult movie. It's got Keanu Reeves in it. And no fuck has seen this thing because it's a bit of a, um, like, not an, yeah, an indie movie in terms of the way it's made. I don't think it was that high budget. Mm. And it's kind of under the radar thing. Filmed a while ago and they've all kind of done it just for the joy of doing it. Yeah. And I'll find the name of that film. And if you haven't watched it, you need to go and watch it. And, um, if you know it, the film, it's the one with the acid happy face on the cover of it. And it's called something like Bad Batch. I think it's called Bad Batch. Yes, it is. Bad Batch. Isn't Bad Batch the You're thinking Star, Star Wars. Yes, yeah, same name. Wars. Yeah, oh, okay. Bad Batch. And it is about <clears throat> outcast. Well, it's about how they've, they've got rid of jails. And instead of jails, they've just created a border by the desert. And you get cast out into the desert. And that's it. That's your punishment. But in the desert, they've created these a little bit like <clears throat> the Fremen. 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 Yeah. In um, Dune, they, yeah. they created these, these different separate societies. And one of them is cannibalistic and it's run by Jason Momoa. So he's actually kind of anti-hero in it. Yeah. He's a bit of a bad guy. Mm. But if you watch <clears throat> the movie, it's, it kind of runs. He doesn't not become the bad guy, but he also isn't not the kind of good it's great it's really well done but there are people in it and i don't want to say everybody who's in it because one person who's in it you won't even know it's fucking him and it's brilliant and then there'll be a moment where you realize it's him and you're like holy shit so just to tell you the basis of it there is jason momoa and keanu reeves in it so that's worth watching that, that. Was so, just to that but keanu reeves plays plays a role you won't expect him to play mm. and it's it's really fucking good yeah it's really good um and in that my point of it is he is the most jacked he has ever fucking been. And I mean unnecessarily jacked. Oh, really? Not like ripped, just yeah. a fucking... It was the moment when I realized how big Jason Momoa is. Yeah. He's a fucking 
tank in it and he has a pair of trousers that I've wanted for years since watching I cannot find the fuckers anywhere oh, really? yeah they're like some old school <coughs> high waisted 1950s pants but the way they're the way they're cut and the buttons for the braces on them you just can't find them anywhere I found them from one place and it was an auction that had already finished and they went for like 400 pounds or something mad yeah the proper classic thing they've wow. been custom made for him so like copied yeah and um bad batch so he can he that's he can be massive, yeah. but most of the time he's just athletic. But he he likes his food, mm. he likes his <clears throat> drink, yeah, likes his beer and shit, yeah. and he he enjoys life yeah. outside. He doesn't get fat, but he's definitely not chiselled, and, and he gets can, a little bit of a tummy on him. Yeah, you can see that a lot more, can't you? In June, when he when he gets rid of the beard, because he was not in Aquaman shape during June either. Well, there's you can because obviously there's several little time jumps because at the start he's got his beard, mm. then he goes off and he, he's with the friend, and then he's beardless, then he comes back a bit later, then he's got like a very short stubble kind of up, not a beard yet, but he's like getting there. Because um, without saying too much, we don't worry about too. Yeah, there's multiple time jumps, but anyway, just the, there's the no cast. real warning about that either, so we haven't ruined anything for you. <clears throat> it doesn't no. really. It, you you won't know the difference of anything with beard no beard. It, it no, doesn't really anything for you. No. But the cast was for me. Super the cast across, absolutely fucking solid. The, the score of the movie oh, is yeah. so fucking good, and yeah. it is not some thirsty beats. Yeah. It is it is all it is almost biblical at stages. Mm-hmm. With like you said, that whole um, Iranian kind of mm. sound, Egyptian yeah, Iranian like kind of, kind of, of yeah. yeah music. And all, when they, you have to see this movie in the IMAX. Don't waste. Just pay the extra three pound or whatever the fuck it is. It the sound difference that they've tuned in when something is going to or suddenly happens, mm. just it goes into your body. It's yeah. so well done. And there's it made me jump twice. Yeah, the, just, I'm not going to tell you what makes you jump. But I think some, we should. Do you think? People, so. no, 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 because if you say that, because I had no idea that was a thing, okay. and it will ruin it for when you learn about it. Okay. But there's a thing that happens okay. where a tone changes in something, and it happens so quickly and out of nowhere. It was when they were in the tent. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, that literally made me sit up straight. Yeah. I was like, because I just wasn't expecting it. That, that thing that happens that was something that i was like i don't know how well they're going to be able to translate that to film because Mm. in the in the book how it's explained you have a context of what they do but you don't you don't need to know what it sounds like you don't need to but like that the yeah just the way it was executed it's it's an ability yeah it's yeah and it's really well done Mm -hmm. and there's a moment you'll if you won't watch the movie you'll know the moment i'm talking about because yeah god we also Take a strategic pee before you go in. You're going to yeah. need it. It's a long-ass movie, and you don't want to miss anything. Did you feel like... So that was obviously about two and a half hours, but did you feel like that was two and a half hours? No, I said that when we were coming back. I was like, that didn't feel... It felt like 90... Just over 90 minutes to me. Because yeah. I actually wanted to check my phone to okay. see what the time was, and I went, no, don't. Because if it's shorter than the time you think's left, it's going to like bother you because you want more to keep coming. Yeah. And you don't want to know when it's going to finish. But yeah. you can tell when it's going to finish when it gets there, but it's, it's satisfying. Yeah. Because um, obviously it's a trilogy. It's going to be at least minimum a trilogy. Well, they, so. they still haven't greenlit the the second part of it. Oh my because god! Because they've got fireworks of oh, greenness going off. Oh, after I was going to say, God, it's definitely going to. But um, the thing is, I think they wrapped up filming like a year and a half ago. Yeah, it was because a long of COVID. Time. They like there was talk of this going straight to TV because they didn't know whether cinemas were even going to be a thing. But they like Denny right. Villeneuve. All of the all of the cast were 
like furious because they're like, this has been not a fucking you chance. have to see this in the cinema. Yeah. Um, it's been like obviously you'd get great enjoyment watching it at home, but you no you're gonna like you're gonna you're gonna miss a big part. Everything of the we just talked about the score, that thing that happens that makes you sit up straight, the the sounds of the machinery, everything like that, you would not get that intensity yeah. through a TV it screen. Would, that's probably like uh, again, obviously I'm a big fan of it, so I'm, I'm I do have a bias, but like I felt that that was probably one of the most intense films I've watched in a. I don't I don't think I could say that there's another film that's been that intense yeah it was just everything was very visceral and very emotional at yeah. points I, I i that's exactly how i described it when it came out that the 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 way it's filmed is so beautiful as well so if you love cinema photography and the the capturing of moments that give you an emotion of what the character's feeling through the screen mm-hmm. in <clears throat> in the most insane ways where you think the way it's done it's the detail in the shot in that moment that makes you understand that their feet that something's going on mm-hmm. it's just so clever and they're able to say a lot without saying it. yes and that's the, that's what you're saying the emotion of the film that you will not get that outside of the cinema on your tv screen you won't get that same intensity you won't get that bass moving through your body like you do in the cinema and that yeah. you for the things we're talking about that bass is important like mm-hmm. it's, if you if you never noticed how important sound and music is in a movie before, this will fucking do it for you. And the movie done by any is by no means fast paced. There are action scenes in it and they're yep. big, but they are not thrown in all the way through. There's maybe five yeah. big moments. It, Dune's not a not an action heavy book. And it, I, I was riveted. Yeah. It's, the, the, it's like Dune is very character driven and because yeah. in the in the books you often so all of the characters have inner monologues so you hear what they say outwardly and then you hear their inner monologues so there's mm. and, and a lot of some of the conversations there's multiple layers to conversations so is that you, what the, they were hearing in um, the movie was that their inner monologue essentially so yeah yeah, yeah. That, so that's that's throughout the book so sometimes you'll have you'll have a conversation that's going on between people yeah then multiple people's inner monologue in the middle of the conversation. In the middle of the conversation. Jesus. Plus, they had the Atreides battle language. Do you see the hand signals? They I were giving love to each that. Other? Yeah. And, and then there'll be hand exactly. signals going on as well. So there's there's three layers to a conversation, which over the audiobook is brilliant because they have, especially the first one, they have multiple voice actors, so everyone has their own character, uh-huh. and they have certain tones that play in the background and music that plays in the background, so you know what's going on, and then you'll or it, it'll be explained, so it's very easy to follow. Reading it is a little bit more challenging. A lot of people do struggle to read Dune uh, because it's not the easiest read, but it's mm. the reason it's not the easiest is because it's a, it's very well done and there's, there's so many layers to it. Um, so. But it, I thought they did a great job of actually translating that in, in film. Yeah. It was like, it felt, because obviously there were certain elements of exposition where they were like explained, because obviously they're trying to condense a shitload of information into a short yeah. space of time. But the, how they used like Paul's dreams to kind of oh, yes, set the clever. scenes. Yeah. It was, yeah, so it didn't yeah. feel like you weren't getting, because in the, in the, um, the, the James, what's well, not James, it's, um, the the other the other film the, movie. the 80s, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, the eighties movie one in the eighties um, David Lynch sorry that uh, literally has like somebody stood in front of the screen talking and explaining what what's going on which is very like fourth wall breaking and it, it, you know it fits and I kind of get why they did it because in the book they also in in between chapters they would have 
quotations from other books. So there's like, because you're like going through Dune as if this is a book that's already been written and then you get like a paragraph of some other book and it will say oh. what book it's from, but it's from the Dune universe. So oh, it'll weird. be like, um, you know, stories of stories of oh, Paul's oh, childhood. Oh, like in like its own bracketed kind of area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and these books will be referred to multiple times and stuff like that. So, but yeah, they, they get exposition in without it feeling forced. And also those film, uh, the film books um, where, you know, you had the, the projector and it was explaining about Arrakis, the planet, and like that's in there. And it was a way of, obviously in the book, it's telling Paul, but it's actually just telling you. So you uh, have, you have, you're better equipped getting so into it. So if you don't, Paul is the sibling of the, is the is he the ruler or the king or is he so, classed as a king or is he? So he's a duke. Um, oh, here's what I want to say. Do we ever see the emperor? Um, at any in, point in, in that movie? No, no, we we didn't, did we? No. I didn't think we did because the emperor no. has a decree yeah. which sets off the whole movie, but then he sends his like underling to do it. Yeah, yeah. cool. That's just wanted to know that. But so overall, listen, out of ten, do you could you ever give a movie ten out of ten? I don't know. Maybe. Also, for me, I would probably. Put it at a solid nine. Nine, a hundred percent. If not a little bit, a yeah. nine, a nine plus. Yeah, because I, I fucking loved it. There was definitely some elements that I, I didn't like, but I completely understand why they did it because they had to fit it into a film. Because if it was down to me, they'd make that motherfucker ten hours long. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, four like, hours and 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 I would sit and watch the whole thing. Yeah, they Schneider cut it. Yeah, I, I know that they had to make some strategic changes to. To, to make it palatable. That, yeah, to get yeah. that condensed. And okay. I know that not everyone's going to love it. Most people don't. They're not as passionate as I am. They're not going to want to sit yeah. through longer explanations and understanding. They just want to get into it. But it, in terms for me, it, overall, summing it up, um, is the fact that this is a movie that is run on the premise of the sound, the cinema photography, the cinema, cinema photography, cinematography, cinema photography. I think Cin- it's tin- cinema, <laughs> tinema, Tin-a- cinematography, cinematography. Yeah, I don't uh, what was I saying? Cinema photography. Yeah, I went for too many syllables. Cinematography. That's the one. <laughs> right there we go. <laughs> the cinematography, the cinematography. Yeah, cinematography of it is amazing, and what it does is, if you went to see Avatar when it first came out in the IMAX, and you gave you, and everyone's like three D. And they used it to go backwards into the screen and gave you the scope of the land. Yeah. That's what Dune did for me. It made me understand how massive everything was that mm-hmm. they were in and where they were in the environment. And they scaled it. Yeah. And that's why it needs to be at the cinema again. Mm. So you can get the fathom, even just a sense of the scale of this fucking place. Yeah. So you you tie in clever cinematography, scaling of the world, the musical score, and then drive that with really solid well character driven acting mm-hmm. you just it, i mean don't go in and expect a fucking marvel movie or something no get on. your head well out of all that this is a movie movie yeah it's characters it's emotion it's sound it's uh not, not even so much special effects just well um, i know that they tried to they basically tried to do as much on real sets as yes, possible yeah like most of the desert scenes Anything close up was filmed in like Jordan. Yeah. Um, it was only like the the really, and they've started filming <clears throat> these things in actual environments. They've built these new studios where this it's instead of it being a green screen, it's a, a projected oh, actual. Yeah, like in the Mandalorian, and I think they're using that a lot more now. So yeah. the actors are able to really 
gauge where the character is and, I'm, and move I'm, off it. I'm fairly confident that all of the all of the um, ex, like the external shots where the outdoors yeah. were on set. Though I'm pretty sure they used that as much as possible because yeah. I know he was very adamant that he wanted to use as much on set stuff. Like, it's all in it's real just locations. beautiful. I really, I honestly. I'm so happy because I've seen Bond and then that I've been yeah. spoiled because yeah. just like launched the cinema back into my world in like two big booms. I, I think as well, like you could you could freeze that film, you could freeze or put, press pause on that film at any single scene in the entire two and a half hours and yeah. it would look beautiful. Yes. Yeah, like yeah. there's not a single shot that was not yeah, very unlike well when you pause out. it on us yeah. where we'll be half blink yeah. and like <laughs> yeah. something weird. Yeah, just... Oh. And the 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 tech that you're introduced to, the way that they've made the machinery, the way the 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 utilitarian machines, the the combat uh, machinery, the, the combat technique that they use, everything about it, the, I loved. What do you think of the shields? Yeah, the only thing that got me was it was when when they turned the shield on, and it did the thing. Yeah, was a little bit Star Trekky. Mm, yeah, um, I felt like it was too colourful, a little bit. For the scenes we were watching, yeah, yeah. But, so I don't know if they could have gone with a little bit. It, it looked. Do you know? Do you remember what was that one where they uh, the guy the kid is in a big stack of towers and he's in a uh, another world that everyone's in this gaming world. Ready Player One. Ready Player One. Yeah. yeah. It it was a little bit Ready Player One. Yeah, I know that, what you're that one bit. Yeah. That that was the only thing. Mm, yeah, I can. But tell you there were still moments where they utilized it to create an intensity, and that's very clever. Yeah. When yeah, that, yeah that the bit, attack. Yeah, 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 that bit, yeah. Yeah. And when it's in when it <clears throat> the thing and it goes as it's going and it's that moment. Mm. That's very clever. Yeah, I think um, like I'd have liked to have seen a little bit more blood. I think obviously they've twelve A. Yeah, they've they've wanted that to be a broad audience, and it, it's not necessarily like you do see blood. Mm. Um, and the, and I think a lot of it though, they definitely kind of. I don't felt it lost it though. No, like you know when it for me it it took massively away from um, Dark Knight. Yeah, with Bane, which was the Bane one? Dark Knight. No, Dark Knight no, Rises. Dark Knight's the Joker one. No? Yeah, Dark Knight Rises is Bane. Dark, right. Yeah. Yeah. Dark Knight Rises. Um, that that movie completely to me should have been a fifteen minimum, mm. and it made it a twelve, and to me just castrated the movie. Yeah, it softened it a lot. Didn't too it? far, too much. You've got this amazing character of Bane, played fantastically by Hardy, mm -hmm. and you've got one of my favorite Batman's of all time. Mm. And we're basically watching something that could have been on afternoon TV. Like this, you're dealing with the, his greatest threat ever, mm -hmm. and we're not going to see anyone get really hurt. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, this is meant to make it visceral. Fuck the twelve year olds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's always going to be a battle that they're going to have with the studio, isn't it? That was a pure studio decision as well. <clears throat> yeah, I don't feel like, like I agree. One, I don't feel like it took away. Yeah, um, the, yeah. There was a lot of ways, like obviously the shields but, and stuff like that. Kind of every character being so solid. Yeah. No matter where they went in the movie, you were happy. Yeah. Whereas in the Batman, you didn't get that because some of the characters in those, like the police chief and everything, he sucked. I don't like that actor. He's bad. He looks like he should be in Cheers or something. Um, uh, you know the one, the one who pussies off and goes and hides in his house for a little bit and then eventually joins the fight again by leading them down the street and they'll get shot by Bane when he stood at the front of the jail after he's released them all. I can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah, you'll know him when anybody talking, you know what I mean? He was the police chief that kind of gave up. Because the police chief, not was... police, not Gordon, the oh, guy, okay. um... the guy under him who was in charge, and almost like when they're at the manhole cover, mm. and he wants Gordon wants to go down and chase them, and the other guy's like, "No, it's too dangerous." And he's yeah. the pussy guy in it. Yes, yeah. With him as an actor, I don't like him. He's not. He's not 
Batman worthy acting. He's mm. more like the dad in a rom com or some shit. The, that was actually, I know this going back off topic, well, not off topic, but like um, somebody who I was really surprised to see in it. I don't actually know what his name is as, a, as an actor. Um, so, you know, you remember the, the Sardaukar, the Emperor's soldiers? And there was the, the one guy who was kind of in charge of the Sardaukar. He had the tattoo on his cheek, um, scruffy beard, looked like a very aggressive, sharp face. I don't know who you mean, but um, can we also just say that fucking Batista's killing the movie game at the moment? Yes. Yeah. In fucking Dune? Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. In that and fucking Guardians of the Galaxy? I know. Holy shit. He was yeah. a fucking WWE wrestler that got dropped almost. Mm-hmm. And now this. Yeah. 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 So who's the guy? I want you to tattoo on his face. It doesn't matter. I can show you after, but if oh, anyone... Yeah. So, like, he did... He's done quite a few very small British films, and I know... I'm trying to think of one. Dead Man's Shoes. Have you seen that? No. We should watch Dead Man's Shoes. That's good. Yeah, it's a so it's that's a good name for a drink. It is, and um, yeah, it's a it's a very low, very low budget film, um, okay. but really, no, really good. interesting. Plays out very well. Um, there's a, there's a few actors that got quite big in it after the fact. I'm me um, this fucking thing. You keep talking. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> lost my powers. My tell left the, hand. Tell the other if I had my right. <laughs> if I had my yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah just screw it. <laughs> How did you do the right one? Fight training. How did you do the second one? I'm going to catch an asshole mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it really surprised me because he was in, like, I've only ever seen him in super low budget films. And I was like, fuck, what's he doing in this? Jumped in. Yeah. yeah. And um, he didn't have any, like, he had lines, but he wasn't speaking English because um, they created their whole, a, a different language, which is not something that you, that they have in Dune. Who's the guy who's the the, the head of the Fremen? Um, have you, so it was uh, Javier Bardem. Yes. Who played oh, Stilgar. Wow. Yeah. He's so fucking good. Yeah, and he, and he was just like, "That's very really honourable." He's the master of breathing. Yeah, he he that when he's when you first see it, you'll know it. When you watch it, you'll understand exactly what I mean. And I just was watching it, thinking nobody else could command that scene with just breathing like he just did. Just yeah. nobody. He's yeah. so engaging. Javier, like, um, it, there's a few films where Javier Bardem is fucking intense. Prime like, example of me not understanding films enough before watching them. Mm. No Country for Old Men. I hated that movie when I first saw it because it had no ending and it pissed me off. And that was what left me with it. And and because I was so much into like my action movies and Mm -hmm. big superhero shit, I then went and watched that and wasn't in the frame of mind for it. Then I've watched it again numerous times since and it is an amazing film. He is unbelievable. He's like the fucking king of intense. So please, when you go and watch Dune, go in with a brain, go in understanding you're about to watch art. Yeah. And you'll be good. Don't go in thinking you're about to watch fucking Spider-Man goes camping. Yeah. Yeah, like it's it's not that at all. Like I said, and they definitely put more of a focus on the action elements of Dune. Um, Oh, yeah, when they land, they're huge. Yeah, yeah. Because the well the the you know the big kind of attack that happens, mm. there's there's multiple layers to that attack that you don't see in the film, and there's a lot more subtle things that um that kind of yeah that set the scene. Like in in the book, the um, this won't really spoil anything, but the the Harkonnens leave They're the bad boys, bad bad guys. Yeah, they leave leave um, evidence that makes it seem like Lady Jessica is the traitor to um to to Leto. so. They try to set it up so he sets like sets him against his own wife. Yeah. Um, and there's a whole like interplay where Phil Fear Howard, the mentat with the Oh like, yeah, yeah. So he's the you know, he's their mentat. He's meant to like he basically mentats have like complete computer brains, they're purely logical and fact driven. Yeah. yeah. Um and 
he's very worried about Jessica and they have a like for quite quite a way through the book anyway he's convinced that the whole thing was because of Lady Jessica mm-hmm. which and which yeah which yeah that doesn't yeah. that that element's completely missed out but there's multiple layers to that attack but it's I, not maybe they'll so do abrupt. some throwback moments in the second movie maybe tie things in you don't I, know you I don't, don't know how they'll go with it they might not I don't think they will because they don't necessarily move the plot forward um no. they had to be you know I think for me the one thing that maybe made it more difficult watching was because I was like, oh, fuck, we're here already. Oh, fuck, we're here already. Ah, uh, because, yeah, yeah. But like, you know what's been missed. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but then in my head, because I was seeing these these gaps, I was like, does everyone else understand this? Because yeah. I felt yeah. like there was jumps, but obviously no one else felt so like there was jumps. I, I was, it was enough information for me. Yeah. I was, I was paying a lot of attention because I'd obviously got the breakdown from you before. I was like, right, mm-hmm. there's layers. And I was like, okay, pay attention to words, pay attention to names because I'm terrible with all those. Yeah. But what was really good is they bring it up on the screen yes. when you shift places and you'll see what you've been hearing on the screen and then you're able to relate it really easily because you it's like that lock-in. So to, for me to remember human beings' names, yeah. if you said your name was, I don't know, Jason, I, I, okay, Jason, never fucking remember that. So I'd have to think Argonauts, Jason and the Argonauts. Yeah. I have to link it to something. Yeah. And that's what it helped me do in the movie by having it come up on the screen after you'd already heard it numerous times. Yeah. So it, that was a really good way of locking in. So I, I didn't really get lost at all at any point. Um, so I just thought, brilliant. And I would 100% make a night of it, go and do it. Oh, and we did. Mm. So my, oh, yeah, obviously, yeah, because yeah, I got a nice surprise from uh, you guys because mm. I didn't know what was happening. Because my birthday's at the end of the month. But I'm going away to go into the woods and just do cool. That just I'm escaping. Yeah. For the for my birthday weekend. I don't blame you. Yeah, we're just going to. I basically hired like a cabin in the woods for a day, and then that is a horror film. Uh, yeah, like I think two days, and then um, just trooping around. Basically, I'm taking four days to just go and do cool stuff. Um, some of it I don't know what I'm doing, and but the other one I know we're getting it. It's um, I've got this. It's basically a, a, a purpose-built cabin with a fire pit outside and everything like that you'd expect with really rustic, everything built in, you know, all hand like made and done. And the, the whole, it's like a, essentially a tree house, a, a massive tree house thing, but you sleep in the roof mm-hmm. and the roof is just timber and glass. Yeah. So you can see the entirety of the sky. Nice. And I'm going to go and jump into another universe whilst looking at the Sweet. sky. Yeah. That's amazing. And just have fire pit, whiskey. And that and just detach and do it because i just thought it's it's one of those where my birthday's here it's been a bit of a weird time and i don't really want um to go do the usual not i thought no i don't everyone's kind of getting their own things going again stuff like that and so i'm just happy to just go and detach that'd be a beautiful thing just to celebrate it that way yeah and and do it so um it was nice though because before we went you guys surprised me with a meal yeah. to go to Tattoo in Birmingham, which I've yeah. never been to. Oh, it was good. Yeah. Oh, my God, was it. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. It is expensive. It's not cheap. But I, I genuinely can say it's one of the bills I've not minded to pay. Yeah. Because I just thought, yes. Yeah. The experience, that waiter. Yeah. Oh, my God. So on the ball. Caught millionaire. Who wants to be a millionaire? Million pound question. Yeah. Call, Call a friend. That guy. That guy. Yeah. Ring tattoo and ask for the bearded bloke who knows about whiskey. Yeah. Fucking anything you could ask that dude, he knew he knew the answers in details with yeah. dates. 
Weird. Imagine yeah. having a brain like yours is a bit like that. Your brain's a bit like that. It just remembering useless shit. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I suppose for him that was useful. It's just like obviously he knew he knew everything he needed to know. Yeah, He's very good at his job. We had uh, we had a barbecue. So it's essentially is it? Did we decide it was Chinese? Yeah, it's Chinese. It's Chinese. Yeah, but some kind of provincial Chinese. Yeah, and if you just type in tattoo, but it's T A T T U. Yeah, um, there's one in Birmingham, one in Manchester. Yes, there is one in Manchester because I spoke to a lad today in Manchester about tattooing. Yes, there is one there, mm. and I know because my mum's been. I remember you uh, said there's a cherry blossom tree when you walk in. Yes, so I was like, it's got to be the same thing. I think. And yeah. I was expecting it because it, obviously it looks stunning. They've got some cool photos on their Instagram and whatever else. It's it's a very yeah. Have a look on Instagram. They very have like visually trees pleasing. inside, cherry blossom trees inside. It's all really de- there's exactly like a yin and a yang part of the restaurant so, yeah, as well. Light and dark. Yeah, all right, it's just but, but the quality of the it service was better. I thought it was visually better in person oh, than really? it even was over over the pictures. Yeah, it was, a, it was beautiful. And the food we got, so you think you're ordering something, you're like, oh, that'd be decent, you know. I've had I've had something like that before. That'll be safe enough. That's mm. nice. Nope. Beautiful. Never had a barbecue chicken that tasted like that before in my life. And it was a barbecue chicken served on a like wrapped in a leaf, served like on a, a banana gr- leaf. Like something. a banana leaf, yeah. With all the chili hurt and herbs on the top, sprinkled of like, beautiful bright colors and underneath it's it's on a griddle on this leaf and then underneath that it's in a as a bowl with just dry ice pouring smoke out from underneath yeah. it was, it it was, was um, awesome sensory there was a lot of senses yeah. going on there. I'm, they, they, I'm gonna put it on my story now i should listen to this on the monday because i haven't put i didn't put it up on the night because we went straight to the cinema didn't yeah, we yeah of course so i'll put it up on monday mm-hmm. yeah you listen to this it'll be here everything was just yeah it was just every it was just nice very very and we ate well it with the chopsticks. We ate it with we chopsticks. did not get a knife or fork brought nope. to the table. Yeah. They did say you can <laughs> yeah. you can have a knife and fork. And I may or may not have rose the plate to my face and shoveled it like a traditional Chinese man. Yeah. Why at not? points. Yeah. But I did and we got rib we well we got um I had what I have barbecue chicken mm-hmm. and the spare ribs mm-hmm. with a side of I had the duck and egg rice mm-hmm. and the candied rice and yeah. it was delicious. I had, I'm trying to think, so I had squid. the squid to start with, with, like a sweet and sour sauce. Which I got some of, which was delicious. Yeah, because you were really funny about the yeah, squid was, at first. Yeah, because like. I've had them before in Australia, <laughs> and they came out, and they were actual, probably that big, mm. kind of thing, like the base size of that bottle base. Yeah. And they were proper squiddy, and I had like eight, two, and they were like five, I was like, I'm done after two, like it's proper yeah. two, bit too squiddy for me. Yeah. But they came out, they were like the little... Yeah, it was, it was like baby squid, and it was full yeah. squid, like not calamari rings. No, yeah, um, full squid, but they were tiny, deep fried. Yeah, um, and they were very nice. Yeah, Dipped really in nice. A nice little chili sauce. Yeah, I had. The, I also had the barbecue chicken. I also had a, like a sweet and sour monkfish, um, and then yeah. I had these Singapore noodles with like a chicken and prawn. Oh yeah, that looked good. Was that good? And, yeah, really nice. And it was the 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 funniest part of that was watching you trying to get the noodles out of the bowl with the chopsticks because these noodles were about a foot long yeah. he, so Lou he round them around the first bit of the chopstick and then started to pull them out expecting them to end at about 30 centimetres he got about a foot and a half up in the air fucking and running the look across on the your room. face was just like oh, oh I've, I've gone oh, I'm out of my depth here I'm out of yeah, my depth I've like, run out of arm <laughs> it's like I need more chopsticks everyone get your chopsticks we need, we're going to do a clothesline we're going to clothesline it into the bowl yeah. <laughs> Body slamming one noodles across just, the table. It's just like looked like we were trying to pitch. What are those things you put at weddings with little flags on? <laughs> yeah, it's that awning. Like, yeah. No, not awning. That's when you put. A, you know what I mean? The things you, you drape around with. Flags yeah, I don't on. know what you're on about. Yeah, those things. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. and it was good. And they had like a very good, uh, like whiskey and rum selection. Like there was. Yeah. A, the what bar did was I good. have? 
Beyond so, an S. So, so, Sukai or something? No, no. Um, it, it was something taco, Tati. Yeah, yeah, but it was S-U-S-U-J so something Y. There was like probably about seven or eight Japanese whiskies and I ordered you one. Because you were mm-hmm. like you didn't, you were still sorting something with your food at that point. So I just ordered. Um, oh yeah, it was the worst food. order on earth. You were bad. They, they came back about eight times. <laughs> they were bad, and he's not even the one with allergies. I'm the fucking. I'm the yeah. one with allergies. Yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> and but like, cause you, you were like, oh, I don't want anything that was too PT. Um, yeah. And I'd already ordered at this point, but then the waiter came back over and he was just like, oh, somebody had some questions about the whiskies. And then he was yeah. literally just like, oh, yeah, that one, the one that you've ordered, that's quite nice and sweet um, and zesty. And then he recommended another one as well. So we stuck with the original one and it was citrus. Yes, yeah, super citrusy and really nice. Like really a, nice. Really it's refreshing. It's still really got that like. It had heat to it, didn't it? It's got that kick of those Japanese whiskies. They've got like a sharpness to them. They do. But it, that, it went yeah. really well with the zestiness. Yeah. Um, and, and I had... It was almost light, but hot. Yeah. I, I had... So, you know, everyone knows I fucking love the bamboo rum. Yeah. And there's a bamboo. different... There's a bamboo XO or yeah. whatever. Like black. Yeah, like black. a black bamboo. Um, not as nice as the original Oh, really? Bamboo. Yeah, it was, was still it nice. Fruity? No. No, it so was more, it was it was a little bit harsher than bamboo. And I think that's probably what, what I... But that's good for a sipper, for with a meal, I think. Yeah, I think what I like about bamboo was the, like, it was just very, almost banana-y kind of... Yeah, it was super like, Yeah, but it, it, yeah, it, it was more of a traditional rum, I think. And so it wasn't, it wasn't bad at all. Spiced no. rum. Oh. Uh, there wasn't much spice to it. There was, there hmm. was, it still had some of that kind of fruitiness, but it was... You wouldn't go back to minor. it. I'd never, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say no to it. Oh, okay. But if I had the choice over the two, I, the OG the OG Bamboo, you like an OG bum? Yeah, OG bum. <laughs> That's the one for me. Yeah, it was really good. Um, we didn't have time for dessert, so we can't tell you what they were like. But because we had to get to the, the Dune. Yeah. 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 That's so good. What a good day. I'm. I'm gonna. I think I'm watching Dune again on Monday. Are you going again? Yeah, I think I'm going again. I might take um, my mum to watch Bond. Yes, definitely. I'm going to do that. Bond, 100%. Bond. Like, because they're, so Bond and Dune are around about the same length, and I fucking loved both of them. I obviously prefer Dune because I'm very attached to Dune. Yeah. But Bond, and this isn't necessarily a bad thing, I was very aware that that was a long film. Yes. Whereas for me, Dune that lit- is true. literally felt like it was an hour, yeah. and I was like, fuck, is that it? Yeah. But then... Because you introduced just so much, and there's so much gravity to every situation with it. Mm. Whereas with Bond... It's it fuck it kicks you in the face from the get go. Yeah, doesn't it? Which is yeah, they're nice. completely different. Yeah, like Bond's a brilliant action film. There's emotion. The it's, there is in that one quite yeah. a fair bit. Of emotion. Yeah, it, it, it's it's very well done. That Bond yeah. is June is like the June books aren't action at all. Um, they really hop, made an effort to highlight those things, and I think they did a very good job because. On on thinking about June again, I I almost underestimated the gravity of some of the things that happened. Like they felt like they were much much more subtle. And but I think it's because it's so stuck like character driven. You focus on this you know this handful of people, but then you don't think about the tens of thousands of soldiers that are there getting killed or all the yeah. other, you know what I mean? You, you you forget about the scale because they're not mentioned as much in the book and because you don't physically see the armies and the scale of things, yeah. you do, it feels a little bit smaller. So the, the grandeur of Dune was 
much more impactful on film. So there's definitely pros of watching the film first. I 100% think you should get the audio book. I still need to do that Audible thing. Yeah. You, With the you, coin you, things you can yeah. send or whatever else you yeah, said Yeah, I've got some fucking coins. Do that you. when we get out of here yeah. now. And then we need to order also that docky station thing you're on about. Yeah. What is it? Um, it's a, Why does docking station sound like some kind of gay nightclub? Docking the is docking so, station. I'm sure docking is something else. Is like it, the, the, there's docking is it, as in like a spaceship docking. What's that? Pegging? Are you thinking of pegging? No, no. I'm sure docking's a gay thing. It, it's got to be. Yeah. It sounds it. Yeah. If it's not, somebody needs to make it something. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Anybody who's uh, in the gay community listening, go to town. Yeah. You just trademark docking as yeah. your favourite something yeah. that you do that's weird. Yeah. If it's yeah, if it's not a thing, <laughs> we're going to make that a thing. <laughs> we're getting more of this chilly rum. Yeah. But yeah, well, we're actually coming up on one hour, um, 27 minutes. Good damn. That's yeah. gone quick. Yeah. That's gone very quick. So I, I had to put a story up because I had that many people that were messaging me because I purposely didn't put anything to do with June on my story after we watched it. I put stuff about going to Tattoo, but yeah. I didn't say anything about June because I was just like, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. You've got to be like, careful though, like, yeah. I just wanted people to like... But I had people WhatsApping me, messaging me on, on Instagram. Like, just, I had so many people messaging me. I had somebody literally just sent, sent me um, a GIF with, it was like a scene from The Office, and they were just like, we're waiting. And then in brackets, he just put June. Like, no, it like, didn't ask <laughs> me a it, question. It was just like, just we're waiting for your video. Yeah, and, um, Tell us now. But here I would say, yeah, do not, don't you fucking dare. I'm looking right down the lens. Don't you fucking dare. Watch Dune on your fucking phone or some shitty stream on your single speaker fucking TV. No. Go to the goddamn cinema. Yeah. It is, don't, don't. I'll hunt you down and that, that rum bottle, but the other way around, up, no lube. Mm-hmm. That's how yeah. much I am adamant you need to see. Use a bit of lube, but use like deep heat. Deep heat lube. Yeah, deep yeah. heat. You're getting deep heat rum bottled up the bottom. Mm-hmm. There was a guy in the queue behind me when I was queuing to get popcorn oh, yeah. who was who I could hear him talking to the person next to him who was saying, <laughs> oh, it was a really good stream of June. I was looking at it earlier. I started watching it, but I turned it off because I was like, no, I'm going to watch it in the cinema. And I was like, I could have put it on my projector. And I, I really wanted to fucking punch him in the face. <laughs> like, Oi! Yeah, I, I, I was, because I was like, if this prick starts telling me anything that happened yeah. in the opening scenes, I'm literally going to tell him to <laughs> shut the fuck up. I am not having this ruined by some asshole who was like illegally streaming something that's made for fucking TV. I love how animated we're getting about it. I was furious. I was. <laughs> Genuinely, I've got some, we've got some actual antagonism towards anybody who's not going to go watch this in the cinema because it, you're literally missing something that is genuinely some, one of the best pieces of art that we've seen for a long time in the cinema. Yeah, and, and like if you even remotely like going to the cinema, if you like, even if it's just for a birth, you're once in a blue moon and you enjoy it. Yeah. You need to go and see films in the cinema right now because they're on their fucking ass. Yeah, like that. Like all of these, I know that they're big businesses, but I think the thing that people underestimate with big businesses—not that I'm a fucking expert because I have a small business—but people perceive the the scale of your business to mean that you are hardy and you will weather the storms. Mm. If I would argue in certain cases that small businesses have more flexibility and capability to weather things like COVID a, a lot better. Little slightly smaller overheads. Yeah, much smaller overheads. Yeah, because as you scale up and become more profitable, 
your your expenses go through the roof. Yeah. I I I couldn't fucking afford to run at the the local cinema to me, which isn't even a big one, yeah. for a fucking month. Yeah. The 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 size of the premises, I can't imagine the rent that's on that, the amount of staff that they've got, the heating and the electric, the all hiring of, their, of the movies. So that's what they do is yeah. they hire the movies yeah. in. Their, yeah. their overheads are astronomical, and if you want to appreciate this in the future. Yeah. You need to go and see these films. Like, they, like that, there's that, so much money that that goes into all of that, and even and the films in the future. Like, yes, they're you know we've experienced this new thing now where a lot more people are able to have like things that go straight to streaming, or you'll you'll you know yeah. you'll pay to see them at home. Well, what we left, how I first thing I said was, imagine how amazing Schneider's cut would have been yeah. of the Justice League in that IMAX. Yeah. It would have been, I mean, we're so lucky that we watched it together and hooked up all the speakers to my TV. Yeah, I've, yeah. Got those re- I've got Sono speakers and those motherfuckers are beasts. Mm-hmm. But if we hadn't have done that, I'm so happy we even just did that. But that, in that cinema, if they release Schneider's Cut in the cinema, I am there. That would be even more insane. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I think Dune is, I honestly have put that on the same level as Schneider's Cut for my favourite mm-hmm. movie of ever. Yeah. Honestly, uh, it's 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 perfect for cinema. Like it, it's a pure cinema movie. Yeah, pure. It, the same way as watching Avatar. If you didn't watch Avatar in the cinema, you, and didn't, then watch, it at home, you didn't watch Avatar. Yeah, you you, you, you missed, missed it. some of the the best. Yeah, parts if you saw it. Avatar on your TV at home, you did not see Avatar. Mm. Yeah, there, there are there are, there's a you know a handful of films. Lord of the Rings as well. I'd put that in the category of like mm-hmm. if you if you watch that. In the funny cinema. thing with Lord of the Rings, I can enjoy that at home. Oh, I love that. At home. I can't enjoy Avatar at home. No. Because I, I saw it in the IMAX. I, I think Avatar, again, like Lord of the Rings, he... Avatar's so visual. Yeah. It really needs that. Yeah. Whereas June, you'll be able to watch it home afterwards and appreciate it for the the movie that it is, for the characters, for the script, for everything that's done in it. Yeah. I think it's the scale of some films as well. Mm. They just translate so much better. Um, yeah. Yeah, they do. Things like um, Bond, I think you definitely see that in the cinema as well. I really mm-hmm. do. I don't think you would get the same impact at home watching that at all. I think yeah. you would, you'd look away too easily, think, you know, in the moments. Yeah. You, you need that moment. This is the thing about the cinema, and I think what a lot of people don't understand is it's escapism for you. You, know, you. We're all stressed. We've all had these rough times. Go somewhere that lets your mind be free. And if that's not the cinema, if that's you drawing or doing some artwork, if it's, if it's you composing some music or trying your guitar, whatever it fucking is, get back to getting to those, just those couple hours where you let your brain go. It's, it's, let somebody else take you somewhere. Yeah, exactly. That's it. We, we are now so fucking heavily influenced by these fucking things. Fucking, do you know, our phones I'm in starting our to get all the time. overly angry yeah. when I look around <clears throat> a gym and see people on their phones. The other day, I was doing straight leg deadlifts over by the power rack and I watched these two lads literally put more effort into messaging in between their sets than into the actual sets themselves. I had to hold every fiber of my being down to not walk over and smack the stupid fucking square black brick from out of their fucking hands yeah. and say just to them, just fucking work. You're in yeah, here for, trying. they weren't even fucking, they were in there for less time than me. Mm. And I was fucking beasting that bitch. I yeah. was moving. Yeah. And they were like walking out. It's like, you fucks haven't, you've not, it, you have come, you have been, you have been into the gym. Yeah. You have not gone and done the gym. Mm-hmm. There was there was literally no fucking point in you being in here, being in my fucking way. Yeah. And I was. This is how I was genuinely fucking angry. I love how easily you're triggered. I fucking. It's a few things, and I go from when they they build up in me, but when I get there, I'm there instantly again every time. Mm. 
Uh, this is why I really had to calm myself on the roads and yeah. stuff with music and yeah. listening to podcasts really soothes me. But this shit, man, if you're in the fucking gym and you have, the, they, they have this fucking trigger, they get off the fucking machine and before they've even like felt that movement's effect on their body, the hand is in the fucking pocket pulling the phone out mm. and I sit there and I don't know why I do it. I watch them going, here it fucking comes. Watch here it fucking comes. Mm. And as they step off, as I'm in between my sets counting, 15, 16, waiting to get to 30 to fucking go again, mm -hmm. their hands in the fucking pocket and pulling out. And I'm like, fucking 23, 24, mm. and then I go back to the fucking bar, 29, fucking go. And in my head, I'm like, fucking waste of space, motherfucker. And I'm fucking going. Yeah, and I try, know. like, yeah, even in between sets, I'll put the weight down hard and be like, fucking dead. Just so they'll get a fucking, so then maybe their brain will pick up. There's a, someone working fucking hard over there. Let's get our acting gear. Mm. I just, honestly, I could, if you gave me a time pause or rewind, I would punch them in the face. <laughs> I'd rewind, walk over, punch them, rewind it, punch them, rewind it, smash the phone, rewind it. You know, just, yeah. it makes me, because these are the same pricks that will go online and accuse people of steroids who work their fucking asses off mm. to look a certain way. Yeah. And these fucking two little, wasters checking the fucking whatsapp or scrolling through instagram in between how many fucking, fucking sets are we doing there right. you're doing fucking how many sets we go through anything uh what i'm doing five ten i'm doing 30 sets when i go in there mm -hmm. so in between every single set plus more so you're looking at your phone 36 times in a workout mm -hmm. how the fuck are you focused on anything in that workout how are you how? How have you even got the energy between sets? In between sets, I'm, I have to focus my energy, get my fucking air back in my body, yeah. psych myself to get the fuck back in there, and I'm counting in out loud sometimes to the fucking number of my rest time. Yeah. And then I and I'm not going when I, if I'm going at thirty, I'm not at the bar. I'm not going at thirty. I'm at the bar at twenty five. Yeah. I'm grabbing the bar at twenty seven, and at thirty it comes off. Yeah, that's where you start. Yeah. So fuck you guys. I think that's it, isn't it? Like now because of these fucking things that we've become attached to, and I'm guilty of it as well, being attached to them way more than what we need to be. Before you go on your this, sensible bit, yeah. I'll just finish with this. The reason I'm so pissed mm -hmm. is because I feed off other people's energy in the gym and they are giving out their sucking energy from my workout because I look around and they've got the intensity of a fucking sloth yeah. on ketamine. <laughs> like, Fuck you guys. I want to turn around and see some motherfucker grinding mm -hmm. who's going to make me get back on my bar because that fucker's outworking me. Yeah. So fuck you guys for dragging my energy down. Carry on with your sensible side where it's less violent. Yeah, so what <laughs> I was going to say is because we are so heavily attached to our phones or whatever, it, 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 it like seeps into everything else and then just waters us down. So like Lex was saying about training, that training is now watered down because... Your phone's out constantly. You're, you're fucking messaging some bird you're talking to or you're fucking, I don't know, sorting your emails. And I've been guilty of sorting emails in between and now I try to like make sure yeah, that... Fuck you too. I don't, I don't, I'll try and just put it to one side not, while you, I'm training. You're not being your best self. No, 100%. And, and those sessions aren't good sessions. Nope. And that's because I'm trying to multitask. And yeah. and fuck the, me the, if I ever do it. Fuck yeah. me too. There's, there's, there's something yeah. about just dedicating a certain space of time. It's like what Anthony was saying before about having the cigars. It's an hour where you're going to light a cigar and you're going to give your time to that yeah. cigar. You're going to give that time to relax, chill out, or whatever else it is you're going to do. You can go and watch a film and then you can be fucking playing Sudoku or whatever yeah. the hell you want to do, going doing fucking crosswords, texting, doing your emails, watching a film. You're not watching the film. Mm. You, you're multitasking. When you go to the cinema... 
some someone's going to be like, "Oi, dickhead, get off your phone!" If you're on your phone, in the cinema, if you're you on your phone near me in the cinema, yeah. living the knowledge, I'm taking that phone. I've done this. Yeah, I will take that phone out of your hands, and I'll give you the option. Yeah, the phone goes off, or you go out. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, I get real mad. I've had a, I've had a couple of crosswords with people in in the cinema for like for talking in a, yeah. talking through a film before. How hard is it to stay shut the fuck up for two hours? Yeah. Are you really that incapable? And why have you paid so much money to come and be an asshole? Be- before the film actually started, there was and yeah, you know, fair play. There were two guys and they were just chatting away through the through the credits, which obviously sorry, um we through the now? through the trailers. Yeah, June when I we went the other Behind day. us to the slightly to the left. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was and ready. They were talking a lot and I was just like if these if if these yeah. guys like fair enough, it's only the trailers. I don't care if you're gonna talk through the trailers. Yeah, but got- it was it was like Virgin. There was not even a fucking breath in between them. They're like, burr, 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 burr. I think I'm, I'm getting annoyed by that about two trailers, to be honest. I, I was getting annoyed, but I was like, I can't be too mad. Like you can't no, expect people to shut is, through yeah. the trailers. But I was like, if I was like, if this fucking happens when this when this film starts, and I was just I was plotting out the traje- trajectory of throwing them oh, down the, the aisle. I'd have been there with you, tearing yeah. both my biceps. Yeah. <laughs> 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 two good shots and. I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, and I was just yeah. like, there's an old couple there, so I can't throw them on them. But they, they look <laughs> like they could, they, they, like, they could take somebody <laughs> landing on their head. <laughs> I've done it before where I've had people behind me. It was in Manchester, and it was in a Stephen King film. I can't remember what it was. But they were they were doing, and I'm not kidding you, the, the jokey black thing where they go, oh, my God, don't go in there. Mm. She's going to be well dead. Mm. Like, as, as, are they taking the piss? Yeah. And it was the first 20 minutes of the movie they did it couple of times mm-hmm. and I started rocking yeah. and the girl I was with at the time was like hand on my knee like yeah. do not do it you know when you get the grip yeah don't fucking go and then it was there and I'm rocking and what annoyed me because my tension is now not on the movie yeah it's on them and my blood me trying to keep my blood, blood boiling down and then she did something and she had these bangles on as well mm-hmm. sorry a bit of a blackout there for those watching on YouTube but I was getting a bit uh you know we were ranting. Ranting. So, yeah, um, bang, uh, Bangles mm. was going, don't go in, oh my God, don't go in there. Bangly, 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 bangly. I just, something happened. It was getting to kind of 15, I think it was about 15 minutes into the movie. So I was, I'd really held myself, mm. giving them a moment to calm down. And I just stood up and <laughs> I don't even, you know, in the words, your brain's going to say something really cool. And you stand up and any of you fuckers make any more noise, I'm going to drag you out by your goddamn asses. Why did I go for asses? Something ridiculous like that. And then I remember saying something like, there's 80 people in here who paid not to listen to your stupid faces. Yeah. And as I said it, I realized there were eight of them. Yeah. I was like, oh no. <laughs> and I, then I just thought, well, in for a penny. Yeah. In for a pound. I thought, and I literally, did you start doing the tactical things of, well, I'll take that one first. He's going first. Mm. And I'll back up to there. And they're going. And they actually all just like went, all right, calm down. Went, calm down. I have fucking 20 minutes. We've all listened to your fucking stupid bullshit noises. You can't stay the fuck out. Get, you can't stay the fucking quiet. Get, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Went off. And they're like, ooh, like that. And I sat back down like, ooh, But they like, were in the film for you then? Yeah, yeah. A fuming, yeah. fuming. And then, these two huge looming shadows stood up from mm. down at the bottom of the aisle, the yeah. bottom of the cinema. Yeah. Made their way to the aisle. Yeah. I started walking up. Yeah. And I was like, ah, mm. big brothers and stuff. Oh, other oh, shit. I was like, right. <clears throat> yeah. Here we go. Come on, boys. Like, yeah, prep come yourself. <laughs> Warming them up, just rubbing them really vigorously. <laughs> please don't tear, please don't tear. <laughs> And you come up. Just with your cat, your bottle of coke. 
Just stretching. Yeah. Arm around the head, tricep stretch. Across the, across the face, bit of yeah. shoulder stretch. And they got up. And as they fucking came up there, I was like, re- you know when you're just ready to get up? Mm. And they went, and just leaned over and he went, anything happens afterwards, mate, we've got you back. Yeah. I was like, all right, cheers. And then as they walked back, I also thought, where were you 10 minutes ago? Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. The thing is, people... Takes one. Yeah, but people... Because you're getting annoyed at somebody for shouting or being fucking loud, you don't then want to do the thing that's annoying yeah. to then call them out because you you have to interrupt but everyone else. Everybody in that cinema was happy with what I did. Yeah, everyone's, thi- sh- everyone's thinking it. Yeah, nobody did it. And yeah. this is the difference. Fucking say something. Mm-hmm. Then not everybody is carrying a knife or going to throw acid in your face. Don't re- believe all the shit in the papers. Yeah. Knife crime is actually less than it was in like the 1950s. Comparably, yeah. population size wise, and everything, it's actually less. But we just proliferate this glorify knife crime, knife crime, because it gets clicks, it gets whatever, you yeah. know? And they've done it for so many years now that it's actually made more people pick up knives because people are thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But it's still actual crimes less than years and years, years ago. It's actually I don't think comparatively. That never, when I lose my shit, that doesn't enter my head. No, not for me either. I don't either. think about no. the, 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 the fucking knife. Or I don't anything think that like. far ahead. No, I just think of the moment. Yeah. yeah I'm, but I'm just pissed. I've had that. Just shut the fuck up. And then my other one was, you know when you get screen jumpers? Oh, people, yeah. People mm-hmm. are running in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So these three black, like lads walked in, bottom of the screen. I can't remember what movie it was. It didn't really matter. Just walked into the first thing and sat down. It's already 10 minutes into the movie. So mm. I'm like, oh. And uh, then, then yeah, phone mm. answers it. Yeah, nah, cinema. I was like, looked around. Nobody says. Everyone's looking annoyed. Mm. Nobody's ever. Well, guess it's gonna be me again. Then is it? Mm. And we, I like to sit kind of up and back left, mm-hmm. not right back, but three quarters mm-hmm. back left. Down the stairs. And they're sat, slouched down. You know, like when you see those dicks who drive their car and you're wondering, why Why do you look like a midget or an umpa-lumper trying to drive a tractor? Yeah. Why are you so... You don't look cool. You look like you're missing parts of your body. It's like somebody... It's like they're they're, they're riding one of those Orange County chopper bikes. Yes, but, but in a car. car. <laughs> yeah. yeah, their arms they can't feel. They haven't felt their hands in like an hour. So pins yeah. and needles in their arms because their fucking arms like. <laughs> so that, but in a cinema chair, slouched down. So imagine he sat there with his little mobile phone. I walked down behind the three seats that were in, and I reached over the top and I whipped that phone out from between his hand and his ear. Mm. He did not know what had happened. He just whoop out. And all three of them turned around and I'm dangling it like that just mm. over the head going, you want this back? Fuck off. Mm. If not, I'm going to use this on your own face. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, give me my phone back. I said, are you going to get the fuck out? Yeah, you're right then. So I said, come on then. Like led them with the phone. <laughs> and as they get to the end, gave it to him and went, fuck off. Yeah. And they left. Yeah. And guess what? Nobody waited outside to stab me. Mm. And I actually got a clap. Couple <laughs> <laughs> people were like, "Thank you." I was yeah. like, "No bother," but I was just like, "Why yeah. is it always me? Why am I the only guy? I'm not the biggest dude." Yeah. You know, I can. F- I- I'm confident in my abilities. If something goes, you know, but I shouldn't be the only guy getting up there. There should be a collective who's like, "Oi, you're the fucking minority in here. We're the lot. Fuck off." Yeah, it's. I think so. You, you're gonna have like obviously there's gonna be a collection of people that are just not comfortable to do that. Then you're gonna get a collection of people that are comfortable to do it but then they don't want to add to the problem or escalate the problem mm. do you know what i mean because then you do have to then disrupt more people by 
by doing that, but it should obviously be that's cut your nose to smite your face, isn't it? Yeah, and then there's then there's people that will just just do it yeah. anyway. And I think you've got to be a certain type of person. Like I'm, I'm happy with confrontation. I'm so happy. Yeah. Like, kind of part of me enjoys it, but kind of part of me like, obviously, I do. Oh, I'll be it. truly honest. I absolutely regret every moment when I decide to do these things. My brain goes, my ego goes, you can take them, and then I do it and get in the business. And then my ego, and then I go, what do we do now, ego? And it's like, what? Um. Um, you got this, bro. Just, um, I would suggest, if you wouldn't mind... Phone a friend. Stopping your legs shaking from all the adrenaline might help. Because yeah. I always get that before a fight. Yeah. My legs feel like they're just vibrating. Mm. And then the moment something happens, it just goes calm. Yeah. It's really it's weird, weird. how that happens, It just it? goes like, boom. Mm. And then I'm in. Yeah, you're just there. Yeah. Uh, I, I, know, this stuff I think. Happens. I wonder. I think a lot of people don't even have that. Where they, they like, my first cage fight, mm. the drive to that cage fight was the the <laughs> horriblest, the mo- the most just just Jitters. butterflies in my belly, balls, knees, elbows, going to the cage, like in my mind when they were walking me through the cage door in my mind, you know, like a cartoon. Mm when they're about to get pushed in something they don't want, there's like a foot on each side of the door, the hand on the top of the hinges, and they're kind of concertinaing them through the door. Yeah. That's as like getting pushed into the cage. Yeah. Me looking back at James, I'm like, no, nobody coming with me? No, no, nobody coming with me? No. <laughs> into the cage. And I remember everything just going deadly calm the moment it was in there. Mm. And then that fight lasted 13 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and the training paid off. Yeah. And it was the greatest feeling, genuinely the greatest high I think I've ever had in my life. Wow. Yeah. Nothing. I can see why these guys are addicted mm. when they're in that professional realm and they, the adulation they must get. Just I can understand why they go so wayward because I had a teeny taste of that, yeah. like, like a little, and they're getting fucking birthday cake of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, the, the well, what you've learned is don't rustle your sweeties. If me and Lou are in the cinema together, we're going to knock <laughs> you the fuck up. Oh, get. We'll get knocked the fuck up by you. But yeah, we're yeah. going we're gonna to cause you a slight moment of aggravation. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, the how it how it always, the, the, the thought that comes in my head, if they're right behind me, I'm grabbing them because obviously dragging them forward. I'm fucking throwing them down. So like yeah. they're literally going to get chucked a couple of aisles down because it's always on a, on a <laughs> yeah. hill. If they're below me, they're getting kicked in the face. <laughs> That's I, your tactic. Yeah. Spartan kick. Spartan kick. Or WWE. Yeah, they're getting teeped in the face. Top or, of the rope throw. Yeah. Top of top rope throw. Yeah. That, that's that's how I've told everyone now. So, yeah, so they, if you they know your rules now. They've got yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. if you want to defeat either of us, just just take just roll around on the floor for more than two minutes with us. Well, maybe five. And then sink, up to five. Yeah, up to five and then just sink your weight on us. We'll probably tap. Yeah. <laughs> or make me stand southpaw. Yeah. Yep. All yeah. our weaknesses rolled up into it. I think we've gone long enough. Yeah, man. Definitely. It's been an absolute pleasure to be back. Even though this day has ended in a weird way. At least my bicep is still apparently attached at some part, even though it's in aggro it's bad. It hurts like shit. Hmm. But hopefully in seventy two hours it won't hurt as much. And well, we'll be back. Crossed. Hey, are, it's are you all... gonna uh, are you gonna sorry to interrupt, are you gonna get that checked by now or are you just gonna see how it goes for a couple I'm gonna days? give it forty eight hours. If it's considerably worse in or there's any bruising appears, mm. I will be, yeah, don't do me and just have a cashmere scarf um, slash sling. It looks cool, but in all honesty, this could be v- quite a serious recovery if it's fucked mm. from a silly moment. And it just goes to show how you need to just pay pay a little bit of attention. Yeah, Don't get too carried away. 
And uh, just uh, just make sure you focus on those little details that keep you. Reduce your variables. Yeah. The funny thing is I've been saying this to other people during the week and then uh, not done it myself. Yeah, I but think, it, again, it's easy. To, it's one of those things it's it's good to know, but it's very hard to put into practice. But on the other side, I had so much energy, I nearly tore my own bicep off the bone. Yeah, exactly. Which is a great thing because the other week I had no energy to even go and do anything and now I'm tearing muscles off the bone. Yeah. So there you go. Nails, yeah, it might seem bad, but it actually, it's, and also I was supposed to go rock climbing on Sunday. Mm. So maybe this is the universe giving me a tweak because on Sunday I would have ripped the thing off the bone. Yes. I'm doing too much. Yeah. And probably, so this. You less, know, done like a cliffhanger jump this, and grab. This is how I gone. look at, this is how I, yeah. And I do do that. Yeah. Because it would have been bouldering and yeah. I, I throw myself because yeah. I know I can just fall 10 feet and be fine. Yeah. So I do. I really grind on bouldering. Like I come off like a. Like a fucking like you've watched a gorilla try to climb some rockscape. Yeah. Um. So I only say this is how I feel about it. I feel like this is it seems bad, but it's actually the universe helping me out. It's mm. giving me a tweak and some pain to be like, oh, slow the fuck down, think about yourself, care for yourself, because I could have gone on Sunday and ripped it off the bone and had nine months of recovery. Mm. And as it is, hopefully, according to the fit, <clears throat> you know, Adam, I'm looking at a week. Yeah. Man. So that's how I always look at everything. Yeah. It might seem bad at the time. It's actually long run. It might be one of the best things that happened to you. 100%. And if, can we just say as well, because I've had so many messages this week, again, I have forward, I have message linked to every person who's messaging me, but if you're struggling with a breakup or something like that, and you want us to go a bit more into depth on the breakup podcast, dealing with getting over a breakup, getting, getting through a breakup, something like that, anything, let us know. Yeah. And we will do it again. We have done one already though, so please just check back. I think it's... I think it's the one with Zach. So it's about four yeah. or five episodes ago. And it is literally entitled getting uh, the, the thumbnail on, th- on YouTube is um, single life. And then it's getting over a breakup in the title. Just scroll back. But if you want us to go into more depth, we missed something in there. Because I can't remember how deep we went into it. I think we went okay into it. Yeah, if you want more yeah. or you want some real <clears throat> tactical advice for it, um, let us know. Yeah. Because I have still been getting, I've been getting a lot, mate. Yeah, definitely. If you, if you're listening on YouTube, put something in the comments, just, yeah. even if it, even if it's pointless, just because it helps with the algorithm, like it, yeah, put, put a comment, it helps, it helps the channel grow. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's super useful for us to get this feedback yeah. from people. Like, you know, this is a, this is a, we're still a teeny little baby steps. Baby though. steps. Yeah, yeah. This is, you know what I mean? This is a, a, cool chance especially for people that are fans of you because interacting with you purely through your lex fitness mm. massive following but then the crewcast is your little side project yeah. so it's a i think that's a really it's more unique yeah, yeah it's, yeah, a, it's it a, is. quite a unique i literally talk topic. almost daily to some of the guys who listen to this yeah so yeah, so, yeah really I, nice. I like it like got some like good friendships through that it's like the og days yeah of, of, yeah exactly. of socials yeah it is and yeah. and um so take advantage of it please just Really appreciate yeah. it. If you leave a comment, leave a like, or like share this yeah. on your social media, anything like that. It didn't help. It's all honestly really appreciated, and we do acknowledge it. Yeah. And um, hopefully we can give more back to you guys as time goes on as well, you know. Yeah. Events, I, I think, uh, giveaways, um, and all that kind of thing. We do do our best to push through what we get in contact with to you guys. So. Yeah. Maybe for the, the 50th, we could maybe try and like host a small thing where we could do maybe like a limited little meet-up of, of people where we just mm. meet up, have some, have some rooms. Hey, let us know if you're interested in that. Oh, yeah, we could have a little table, a, drink, yeah. a table drink. Yeah, and we, maybe just do like 10 tickets or something like that, real oh, small. That would be cool, yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. It's, what is it? It's like 10 weeks away? We're on 39. 11 weeks so away. 11 weeks yeah. away. Yeah. When is Christmas? What are we in now? It's probably about, so it would be in the new year probably. New year, yeah. Yeah. But that might might be quite cool. 
Um, so again, if, yep, if you're nice. interested, we could we could do something like that. It ha- obviously have to be relatively close. Yeah. We're kind of in the Midlands, yeah. but yeah, that'd be interesting. Right, we're gonna go because I've got some fun stuff through the mail, and I want to go try it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. It is Monday. You're listening to us. Uh, check my stories if you want to see the tattoo, food, meal things. They will be up on there for you now. And um, we didn't do any questions this week just because I knew we had so much to talk about with June, but they will be back next week. And if you do have some questions that are really important to you and something maybe, you know, that's been bugging you, chuck me a message, chuck Lou a message. In fact, chuck Lou a message. Yeah. Um, he's way better than me. At re- I do screenshot your stuff now and send it to Lou so we don't forget. Yes. That's going to be the habit. But if you can, uh, find Lou, go on Black Country Barbell. You can message Black Country Barbell or you can message Lou, Lewis himself. Yeah. And um, yeah, if you had a good week last week, carry it forward. If you had anything bad in last week, leave it behind because your future is so much more important than your past. And uh, always remember, make your own energy and have a great week. Toodle pip. Toodle pip.